uh, ready for the clap? This is a sentence that nobody else yeah, should ever hear. Yeah, no, I don't think anybody's ready for the clap, but you know, you, the clap That's is true. something you I, don't really need to be ready for. It's just going to come one way or another. So it just happens. And now your hosts, David Dilo Lopez and Jason Smith. This is the Metalist. Greetings and thanks for joining us whenever you're listening to this, wherever you're listening to this. It's the Metalist Podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Jason. So today we're going to do a little something. We're, it's the middle of the year. Christmas in July, if you're into Christmas or July or summer for that matter. <laughs> we're going to talk about everything that's come out this year. Call it a progress report. You okay, know, first you always, of all, not everything, but a lot of stuff. Most, most <laughs> the, the noteworthy stuff. I, I try to get pretty in-depth on a lot of stuff, but like... Man, you're gonna have to forget us or forgive us if you're really into power metal. Um, also, you can't listen to all the music, so just everybody calm down. If we don't say your favorite shit, you know, like, you know, too bad. It's, yeah, it'll dip, be dip, fine. Dip. You'll be okay. Yeah, I, I'm gonna talk about stuff I haven't had the chance to listen to yet. You know, like, like there's just so much. I'm probably gonna bring up quite a bit of stuff, but I mean, the, I'm not gonna like go too in depth on some of it though. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so let's start off in January here. First thing, right out the gate, this oh, band. Oh, we're doing it like that. I, I just happen to have it if we want to do it that way, and then interject wherever you like. But so first thing, right out the gate, Frozen Soul coming out of Texas. The album is Crypt Device. These guys had a huge guys and gal had a huge buzz around them for a minute, dude. And this, like, we talk about the new wave of. We're not calling it old school death metal, but like. Everybody wants to call it caveman death metal. You know, the new school. This, this generation. It's known as OSDM. Yeah. It's known as OSDM. Yeah. We'll just leave it there. But And, like, dude, right out the gate. It's it's big news that, like, this band got signed to Century, right? And then it seems like a lot of other bands are following suit, dude. Like, like this is the beginning of an interesting wave. It's a fucking banger of an album, but like they're fucking dead. What was it like an EP or something last year? Like a demo or yeah. EP last year? I think it was like, fuck, it was sick as fuck. So yeah, a lot of people were waiting for that out, this album to come out, man. And it was like, what, January was gate creeper in January too? Yeah. We're going to, we're going to get to that. So yeah, I, it was like right off the bat, dude, it's like fucking gate creeper and frozen soul. And you're like, holy shit. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it like, was uh January 8th. So a week after the new year, a week after your birthday. But yeah, like you said, then like Frozen Soul was the big, big thing. And then surprise out of nowhere, Gate Creeper just drops a new, I don't even know what you call it, an EP or a full length. Cause it's like, I think technically it's listed as an EP. That makes sense. It's, it's short. The cool thing about that one, man, is like, it's essentially a, a, no, it is considered a full album. Hmm. Wait, no way. Maybe just because of actually, you know what? I don't think on Spotify, like on my computer, it doesn't t- it doesn't show you if it's a- it, everything says album, right? But it's 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 eight songs, but it's you know seventeen minutes. It's eighteen minutes long. Yeah. But essentially, what you have 
is a seven song you know grindcore EP, mm-hmm. like EP even for grindcore. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, and then a fucking an eleven minute fucking sludge doom song. Yeah. That is just the shit, mm-hmm. dude. Like it's so fucking cool, man. Like, and it's such a weird combo. It's it's really fucking cool, man. Like this shit blew my socks off yeah. when it came out. It's like the release by them at this point, I would say, right? Like, it's it's awesome. I don't know. I still prefer uh, Deserted, man. Deserted's but- good too. It was like a representative of their actual sound, I would say. Deserted, yeah, but like as far as just like, whoa, this came out of literally nowhere. And fucking, it knocked everybody's dick in the dirt. And it's just like, I kind of feel bad for Frozen Soul, even though they're doing fine. But just like, it kind of, that's what everybody was talking about. And still kind of is, like, for a while, man. <laughs> yeah. What else is interesting is if you asked what the perfect label for Gate Creeper is, it was a no-brainer that it would be a relapse band, man. Like, that made all the sense in the world. So to see that their relationship with Road, or uh, did I say Roadrunner or Relapse? Relapse. Okay, so yeah, Relapse is coming to an end. Like, is kind of surprising. And it's cool that they did this through Closed Casket. That seems like that's what a lot of bands do, is they get the one-off with uh, Closed Casket. Closed Casket did It Comes in Waves for Acacia Strain, even though they're still on Rise. And, like, a few other bands. I think the Harm's Way remix EP came out on Closed Casket, too. But that's because they got picked up by Nuclear Blast, who seems like they have every fucking band under the sun right now that isn't already attached to somebody. But that's huge for him. That's like that's a it, you know, that's an indicator of where things are going. If if Nuclear Blast is picking them up, because that's damn well near the tip top of heavy music these days, right? So uh, good on Gate Creeper. Can't wait to see where they go next. So this next one, two days later, I'm gonna defer to you on because you probably listened to it way more than I have. Is Ingested the last Ingested album? Stinking cesspool. Oh wait, no, 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 no. This isn't. The album, this is uh, the re-recording of one of their prior releases, Sticking Cesspool of Liquefied Human Remnants. Yeah, so that was the, uh, I think it's the first album? Something like that, yeah. It's a re- I think it's a re-recorded version of their first album or their first demo or something like that. Like, I think it was 2019, they had the 10-year anniversary of their first full length. Right. And then 2020, you know, they had the Where Only Gods May Tread album, and then this year they re-released that first thing, and and it's, I mean, it's fucking cool, man. I haven't listened to it a whole lot. This has been kind of a weird year for me for music. I have no idea when any shit came out, dude. Like, I, you know. I had to research this shit. I I had to, I didn't do any research for it, other than I've just been trying to keep tabs on what i've been listening to mm-hmm. for sure <laughs> throughout the year because it is easy for it is easy to get you know these these albums that come out earlier in the year you know and then it's time for your album of the year list and like all that shit gets overlooked because some shit just came out and it's right. like you know oh my god like it's still it's just fresher in your memory you know it's like last year with with uh lamb of god coming out with an album and i didn't even fucking realize it like did you listen to that um, yeah, I did. I, was, I mean, it's a pretty good album, man. Like, I just, you know, it's just, it's really weird. Like, I just, my, it's not even that my taste changed. It's just, uh, this year I've just been checking out so many different things. Like, I mean, I'll give a shout to the ladies, dude. Like, been listening to this band Vexed, which is essentially like a female-fronted Acacia Strain. I mean, it's hard as fuck. 
little more of like the new metal, that new metal core stuff that, that everybody's talking about. It's a little more along the lines of that than than Acacia Strain would be. But it's the same kind of thing. It's like really slow and low with the high-pitched guitars over top of it. They work in a lot of the keyboards and stuff. I'll have to check it out. I, I think I've seen the name. They got all the computer drums and the computer effects on the guitars that make them... Right, right, yeah, yeah. And then uh, also shout out, you know, I mean, I know Ginger fucking just released a new song. I wasn't a huge fan of it, but I mean, they're all right, whatever. I'd have to check it out. they're kind of on that new metalcore style as well, but they kind of do a lot of different things. So, I mean, I get it, whatever. But there's also this band Crypta, which is almost like mm-hmm. a yep. kind of a death metal. De- what would you call that? Death like, thrash. That's almost thrashy. Yeah, it's, yes, it's death thrashy thrash. death. But I think that's all females. Yeah, it is. Actually, I think, um, oh, what was the other one, man? Like, Nervosa. I don't think they did it now. Huh? Well, there's one called Nervosa. There's there's the whole crop of that thing coming up. There was one that I, I've been listening to, but I don't know if they released an entire album. Conquer Divide. And I think that's all females as well. I've heard the name. Real catchy shit. Almost like, almost reminds me of Bring Me the Horizon, but like, I mean, more on like the metal, that metal side of Bring Me the Horizon. But the new song is more like... Um, the one I can't fucking stop listening to. I need a 12-step program to stop listening to fucking Spirit Box. Yeah, dude. Possibly the hypest fucking band I've heard since Frozen Soul. When, when Frozen Soul, when their, when their EP came out, I mean, everybody was fucking talking about that shit. And I mean, it's kind of the same thing with Spirit Box. And this album that's going to be dropping in fucking September, man, really... I mean, I can already tell you, it's going to automatically be in the running for, you know, an album of the year kind of fucking thing. Because, I mean, I just cannot get enough of this fucking band, oh, yeah. dude. Like, yep. it's insane to me. We're going to get into that and, a little know, later for sure. And, I mean, I've seen people say, like, I've seen, you know, people that kind of, I don't know, they blow it up a little too much, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> you yeah. know, people that are saying, like, oh, it's like its own genre, or, oh, it's fucking Gojira with the girl singer. I'm like, it's none of those things. Yeah. It's, it's just solid fucking catchy metal. Yeah. I mean, it's I, I don't even know if I would call it metalcore or anything like that, you know? A couple big things that came out would be A Day to Remember. Right. Did you listen to that Their whole thing? album finally fucking came out. Yeah. And, you know... When I say I don't particularly like it, it's because they're keeping with what's current right now, and that's not necessarily my favorite thing. Right. But you put that next to Architects' album, which it's a good album. I'm not the biggest Architects fan, but but it's a really good album. Um, you know, the more I listen to it, the more I I find things to like about that. You put it next to that. You put it next to. Bring me the horizon. You put it next to I don't know, asking Alexandria or any of these new last ten to fifteen years kind of bands that are kind of rising to the top. Oh, I mean, within the last like five years. Yeah, but I mean, like the whole been around for the last fifteen years. I'm just saying, like all of their sound changed with that, like adding that electronica shit into their fucking tunes. And a day to remember is right on par with it. Easily, just as good as any of that stuff. Right. I mean, I still like, I mean, again, I don't like listening to the whole album, but I do like putting it in playlists of, you know, commercial stuff that I like to listen to stuff like a band that put out a fucking new album this year. I don't know how many albums they have. Um, actually, no, this album wasn't this year. I, th- I thought they released a single. Maybe it wasn't them, but I was, I was listening to this band called Dayseeker. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, 
I'm not seeing it. So maybe I'm not, maybe I'm thinking of a different band, but, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's been a lot of stuff. I mean, I think that new album from era. Yeah. Yeah. That's picking up a lot of, I steam. mean, they dude, they just dropped the fucking, I mean, that album's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. And then there's this kind of a new band called, uh, I don't know. See, all this stuff is new to me, dude. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, especially the, the commercial stuff. See, and the weird thing is, I don't know if this shit's getting played on the radio or not, because I don't listen to the fucking radio. Yeah, me neither. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, but there's other outlets that I do pay attention to that that, that shit's picking up on, for I mean, sure. some stuff I'll talk about, too, man. Uh, I mean, Born of Osiris has dropped probably their best album since The Discovery, if you ask me. Uh, I still haven't heard it. Uh, it's It's a really fucking cool album, dude. I really fucking, I really enjoy that one. But... I have been known in the past to say I'm not a big fan of female-fronted bands. I, I never knew why. I, it's never anything against females. I've had no problems with females being in metal. It's just a lot of those bands I don't particularly dig, and it's not just the vocals. A lot of times it, it is you know, the music, which a lot of those bands, there's no girl instrumental in, uh, musicians in those bands. It's usually you know, four, three or four dudes and a chick singing, and... And it's just for some reason, one way or another, it just doesn't really work for me. And then I, you know, you start listening to fuck, I start listening to Spirit Box. I'm trying to check out some of these other bands and I'm finding out like there's a lot of this stuff that I really fucking dig. Have you heard the new uh, Dying Wish song? No. Okay, so. So that's the thing. I don't necessarily really enjoy, it's not my favorite thing. I don't like to listen to just a new song. Right. I, I Some people there's, are like that, yeah. There's one that came out. Let me look and see if it came out this year. Um. Bela Maya's new song? I forgot about that too. Dude, that fucking song is, I mean, I'm fucking, that's another one that is just on heavy rotation right now. Mm -hmm. I'm looking to see if it was released this year. Indeed it was. I actually found that song from, I, I think maybe we follow them on the Metalist uh, Instagram page. And I saw they had posted a fucking, one of those like reaction videos from YouTube. And it was that little breakdown in the middle where the guitars go like that, dude. And it, you know, I mean, the person was so fucking hyped, dude. Just like, oh, fuck, you know, like, and I mean, so it made me turn the sound on. Because I was like, I mean, I'm familiar with Vail I just never really knew him as like that kind of a band. So I'm like, wait, what, dude? So I clicked the thing and it had that fucking little breakdown shit. And I was just like, motherfucker. Fuck, like that is so cool, dude. Because another fucking favorite of mine, Brand of Sacrifice, that was to me, that was the first, I think the first album this year that really just like, okay, dude. <laughs> I need to check the rest of that out because they really never, they didn't do anything for me until I heard one song recently. I was like, oh, this, this has a little something different than what I remember them sounding like. When I was first introduced to them, they were like branded as a branded, but they were like, I guess they're thematically, or at least were. I don't know if they still are, but they like sang about that Berserker anime or something like that, anime slash manga. Oh yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I guess I think Brand of Sacrifice is a reference to something from that story. But like to see how much they've, I've, I've been behind them the whole way just because I think it's awesome that they've gotten the opportunities and the push that they have. But I finally heard a song that I that caught my attention recently. I need to listen to the rest of that album. Um, but yeah, dude, dude, that album's sick. They had me off their first album, and I was like, "Holy shit!" But oh, okay. So back to females in metal. And again, I might not know these fucking bands. I a lot of them I don't know. I've never seen pictures of them or anything like that. But this is what I do know: 
is at least female fronted, and it's because it's your girl from Svalbard. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, she's I... in a black metal band called Noctul. Mm-hmm. Very organic sounding, not so necro, but it's very organic. Almost has a stoner kind of sound to it, with a little more gain on the guitars. Yeah, but it's a fucking Skyrim themed yes. black metal band. And it's really fucking cool shit, man. There's a couple fucking clams on it, whatever. Like, I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. But, you know, skip those songs or just let them go. None of the songs are overly too long. Mm -hmm. So, just like I said, on our top albums of last year, I wanted to check out more black metal. We'll get into some of the big obvious releases. But I am going to name off a couple of these black metal albums that I've been really fucking into. Um, One is a band called Seth, as in Rogan. Right, I just... Isn't there some dude whose name is just Seth in, like, Behemoth or something? Well, I don't know if it's pronounced Seth or if it's pronounced Set. Uh, or if it's yeah. pronounced something completely right. different. I don't yeah. know. All I know is it fucking rules, dude. It's everything I want from non-polished black metal. You talking, like, what, what do they call that? Broom closet black metal? No, because it's not the fucking full necro sound, dude. Like it's it's not like that, but it's 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 the low bass sound. It, it's definitely more organic sounding, you know. Um, but they do have you know the keyboards in the background and and you know that sort of thing, and and not as much. It's not enough to be called symphonic black metal. That's why I said like it's everything I want from like non polished black metal. It's so fucking good. Probably haven't listened to enough, but. They're, they're called Forest, but they're spelled like Forhist, F-O-R-H-I-S-T. I think it's just instrumental. Mm. Really cool shit. Mare Cognitum, that's really cool. Same type of sound, not compressed at all, like raw. Um, that's like that Seth band, and, and they have that same kind of vibe. And then another good one was um, Grima. Now, I'm trying to see if this one was, yeah, this one was released this year. Actually, let me find out what all these are fucking called, since this is kind of an album list. Oh, and of course, La Morsure du Christ. I don't know what that means, but that's the Seth one. The Mare Cognitum one is called Solar Paroxysm. And the Grima one is called Rotting Garden, which fucking rules, dude. Um, The Forest one is, I guess it's just self-titled. And that's the instrumental one? I think it's instrumental. I, if there's vocals, they're really far back and you can't really uh, fucking hear them all that well. I might have to check that out. One that I really fucking love, probably my favorite of all the black metal stuff from uh, this year so far is Storm Ruler. Great name. And that one is Under the Burning Eclipse. These bands, the ones I just named, the guitars, it's every bit as aggressive as... You know, even probably first wave black metal. So we're talking Bathory, you know, Mayhem, shit like that. But I don't think Mayhem's probably considered second wave. But it is, yeah. It's like the beginning of second wave. But yeah, right. But it's still fast, you know, in its fast spots. But they do incorporate a lot of like mid tempo to slower tempos. The thing I really love is is the guitars are just like really in your face. So they're not. Um, there's not as much gain as the old shit. You know, so it's not yeah, buzzsaw yeah. sounding. So I mean, you can hear the fucking tones. But it's just like really, really fucking raw. Like nothing's fucking compressed. It's right in your fucking face. The snare's in your fucking face. You know, I, I mean, you know, and you can hear the bass player playing stuff. It's just not overly bass heavy. And it's 
again, like it's got this really organic raw sound to it, man, which I just love. And it, you know, and it almost makes sense. Like what's happening with like the OSDM stuff, man. I mean, they're going back to the fucking, you know, the HM2 kind of sound, which really opens up whatever they're using on their bass. So their bass sound can even sound bigger. You know, and they could add more distortion to it, and it makes it sound even grimier. Like, what, Frozen Soul has, what, two bass players, I think? Is I think it's one? just the one, but they might layer the bass track up or something. I don't know. I thought it was, yeah, maybe it is. I thought they had two bass players, but you have that going on, and at the same time, you have the black metal side where they have that same kind of organic sound, but they're staying true to that black metal sound. Um, I'm really curious as to what the albums that you're going to be talking about, and the reason why is little inside baseball we don't really hang out together that much in fact we never really hung out a lot before covid and it's gotten even fucking less right so and and the thing is like i mean i see your post but it's a lot of it's a lot of twitch uh shares right yeah you know and i don't really post a whole lot of like what i'm currently listening to either i try to do with the medalists i try to do um you know like anniversaries yeah. Um, those This Day in Metal, you know, which, hey, man, you know what? I'm just going to give a huge shout out to This Day in Metal on IG. And I think Indeed. there's a Twitter account. I just don't really fuck with it that much on there. There's a Twitch, too. Okay. So I love that fucking Instagram page. It's really fucking cool. Yeah. I'm not going to repost everything. But if it's like something like what yesterday, Master Fucking Reality, like, yeah, dude. Right. And, you know, I try not to make our own posts on that. So what I try to do is share their posts so that people see This Day in Metal. Yeah. You know, maybe they'll go there or something. But check that IG uh, IG page out, man. It's fucking cool as shit. And it's just literally all throughout the day, every fucking day, the metal albums that were re- released on that day. And it's like, okay, cool. So neither one of us really post a whole hell of a lot about what we're currently listening to. True. We don't really hang out a whole hell of a lot. So, And we don't necessarily listen to the same type of stuff. So I'm really curious to see what you've been listening to yeah well so i I would say for us it's a venn diagram where there's stuff in the middle we both do and then there's stuff on either sides that we don't right there's a lot of purple there yeah yeah exactly right let's talk about what i've been doing a lot this year so are have you listened to god's hate yet is that an album or is that a band it's both and my favorite song on it is also called god's hate and it's become a meme to the point where they have a big ass sticker for sale that says the song God's Hate by the band God's Hate on the album God's Hate or something like that. It's so here's who it is. All right, I'm looking it up now. Okay. Just look just get into that song. I'm gonna have it playing in the background. Okay, I've seen this logo somewhere. Yeah, dude. It was already I haven't seen this album cover. Oh dude, yeah. Once you see that album cover, you'll so see why, it forever. It's still it's the super colorful one with the fucking It's a samurai guns. or something, yeah. Yeah, so I've never seen this album cover, but I've definitely seen this logo, probably in maybe a flyer or something. Yeah, so they already had a big buzz about them, and now this is like the release for them, right? So it's, uh, what is it? It's three dudes from Twitching Tongues, which there's some debate about whether or not Twitching Tongues is even a band anymore, but it's the singer calling on drums and backup vocals. It's the guitar player, who's his brother Taylor, on guitar. The bassist is Alec, and then who's from also Twitching Tongues. And then you have a former Twitching Tongues member, Anthony, on guitar. And then you have Martine from Terror on guitar. So three guitar players. And their singer is a legitimate fucking pro wrestler that you can watch every night on TNT at 8 o'clock on AEW, Brody King. And fucking, he, it's like, 
I don't know why anybody didn't think to do a professional wrestling metallic hardcore band before because that that wrestler voice that you got to put on for that like already works perfectly. And their whole thing is just, you know, back to basics, ass, metallic, hardcore, Hatebreed, Marauder, and some of the Troy, New York band, specifically Stigmata, I guess, in this case. And truth be told, that's the only one I know. This is hard as fuck, yeah, dude, dude. I like it. Yeah. And, like, they're not completely serious either if you look at their album cover or, like, some of their lyrics and stuff and they have clips from movies. But, yeah, dude, as far as, like, a bare bones, metallic, hardcore release this year... God's hate by God's hate. Fucking hey, dude. Yeah, I like this so shit. So good. Man. Let's see what else has really gotten my attention. Zayo, dude. Love Zayo. They have their new album, The Crimson Corridor. Yeah, fuck. I meant to listen to that like earlier this year and still haven't gotten to it. Yeah, it's... I, I don't listen to it a lot because it's moody as fuck, but like if I'm already in that mood, it's perfect. It's exactly what I want from Zayo in 2021. Unsettling, dark, creepy as fuck, dude. And they nail it so good. I'm kind of bummed that it hasn't been talked about more, but again, it's a very crowded year for music, and it has been talked about a lot. I really hope I get a chance to see them again soon. I haven't seen them in 12 years. They put out two or three albums since they've gotten, not back together, but since they started getting more active. Certainly since the last time I saw them, and like that is exactly what I want from Zayo in 2021. Anybody that's still like, I don't want to listen to them because they're a Christian band, they have not been Christian for years and years and years. There's one guy in the band that's still Christian, and even then, he's like, whatever about it, so get that shit out of your head. And like, they probably have a preconceived sound of what they sound like. If you like creepy, very neurosis-influenced, just dark, dark, put you in a dark place if you're not already there, you know, metal, dude. Zayo, Crimson Corridor. Let's see, what else? All right, here's one that I, you and I have talked about as well, dude alluvial sarcoma yeah that was one of the obvious ones i was going to bring up because this one came out and i mean all over social media man like Mm -hmm. that whole week it's all i fucking saw and i mean dude this album came out and i immediately right off the fucking bat dude i listened to it eight times in a row yeah man it seems like because i'd I'd seen him uh, i'd seen wes hauk with the faceless back when like they had their like all-star lineup in 2000 13 with evan brewer on bass and alex rudinger on drums and i was like oh yeah he's pretty good but like it was like guys that are really into guitar like dude wes hauk wes hauk and i was just like i'll take your word for it dude i you know what i mean like he's he's like a Uh, guitar player's guitar player but and that really comes across with this album man and it's interesting and then you got the vocalist kev muller who was the vocalist of suffocation for a hot minute uh, and he also has a pretty awesome death metal band called The Merciless Concept. Go check that Fuck out. Fuck yes, dude. Kevin Muller's awesome. Also, yeah. wasn't the first Alluvial album instrumental? It was. It was him. It was um, Wes. And then it was that Keith Merrow dude who I always hear about, but I don't really know what about. He's yeah, because a- I wasn't super fond of the first album. Mm-hmm. I heard a clip of, the, of Sarcoma and was like, holy shit. Because, I mean... One, it had vocals on it. Mm-hmm. Two, I found out it was Kev Muller because it was from Kev Muller's post. Right. Hey, yo, I just did a fucking... And I'm just like, holy shit. And then I listened to the whole album. I was like, God damn it. Like, yeah, man. This is so fucking good, dude. Yeah, a cool take on death metal. It's like that whole thing. I, I, I haven't paid to attention to The Faceless since Akeldama or whatever. Akeldama yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But I mean... 
the guy is outstanding. Mm-hmm. It's such a good fucking album, dude. That it really is. And they have that one song, man. Like it's, I mean, it's fucking catchy. For, uh, Forty stories. Forty stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the thing is the the songs that stick out the most to me is the ones where Wes is singing, like like he's got a cool crowbar type vocal that complements yeah, yeah, yeah. that thing really well. I'm looking forward to more of of what's going on, man. Like like because that was the big thing is it's always like you always heard about Wes Hauk and like guitar players, guitar player circles. You know what I mean? He's like that dude, right? And now to finally see what he can do on a massive level that the public is going to appreciate is really cool. He did a three hour episode of Doc Coyle's X Man podcast that explains where that album's kind of coming from and his backstory. That's pretty recommended. You know what else is interesting? That whole three hours, amongst everything else they talked about. He's supposedly in the new glass casket, and nothing's come out of that. Really? And that was like years ago at this point. Who knows if that's even still happening? Fuck, I used to the listen to the glass person. casket all the fucking time. Yeah, dude. same. And they were that was like a big thing. Like his, he quit the Faceless and he joined them was like the big announcement, and they were going to finally make new music. And it's been years at this point, so who knows? That would be awesome. But yeah, man, I'm I'm stoked for him. I'm stoked for Keb Muller. I need to check out Kev's streams more, dude. But it's just that he's on at weird hours of the night. But like he'll pop into other people's chats and say hi a lot. So he seems like a, a cool guy. I think he follows me on something too. But yeah, dude. Anybody's looking for like a cool new creative te- or you know take on not just death metal but metal in general, alluvial. They're gonna be on the right track to something pretty big here, I think. So let's let's discuss this. Did you listen to the new Fear Factory album? Yes. Okay. What did you think? Okay, here's what here's what I, here's my take on it. We know some people who personally know Dino, have known him for a long time. Everybody fucking knows, you know, all the fucking drama that went on with this fucking album. When I first heard it, the first thing I thought of was, would Dino be so petty as to? Well, the first thing I thought was, did Burton C. Bell finish his fucking vocals? Mm-hmm. Second thing I thought was, would Dino be so petty to purposely make Dino kind of sound shitty <laughs> to boost himself up? Right. The answers I got, not just from people I personally know, but people around the world. I've asked a few people through DMs, and everybody says, yes, he would be that petty. They don't. We're not saying that's what happened. We're just saying he is that petty that he it's something he would do okay especially when he's about to roll out a new fucking singer which i um, haven't heard much about but uh, the last i heard he actually had somebody in mind but he wasn't you know that was my impression too um so the other thing i thought was it's pretty forgettable yeah i mean you come so they had the big they had a huge change when he left the band and they had you know and they had those two albums with christian it was a totally different fucking style. Not totally different, but it was a different style added in, like definitely more radio, more commercial, more melodic, that sort of thing. So Mechanized comes out, and The Industrials comes out, and he's got Gene Hoagland on fucking drums, and then he's got a drum machine, and it's like fucking okay. And I mean, the death metal influence really fucking comes out. In particular, Tech Death really comes out in those two albums man and then fucking genexus comes out and they're kind of back to like normal fear factory like i i feel like most for most people they're like you know fear factory is about as death metal as i want to get mechanizing in the industrials were kind of just like a step above that yeah because a lot i have heard people that love fear factory that say that those two albums are a little bit heavier than they prefer 
Um, really? Also, the very first album is a little bit heavier than they prefer. Right, I could see that. So, because there's they sound more like death metal albums. So when Gen X's came out, it sounded more like Fear Factory, like obsolete demanufacturer mm-hmm. type Fear Factory, where they still have that death metal there, but they're toning it back a little bit. And yeah, and and Burton sound fucking great on it. And then all of a sudden, it's just like it, it sounds like Burton's demos. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as like not not quality wise, but I mean, as far as like you know somebody who's just kind of running through the songs yeah. because we've heard him sing so much better than this right like say whatever you want about li- i don't care what somebody sounds like live i couldn't fucking care less in fact i couldn't even care if you ever performed live literally any band okay i don't care i'm gonna listen to that album a lot more on your albums do you sound good or not and burton has sounded so much fucking better and it does make me wonder a was this sabotaged by Dino? Were there final tracks? And Dino didn't put those on the album? Or B, did they just never get there? Because the whole shit fell apart the second Dino started asking for a GoFundMe. Yeah, yeah. You know, so there's a good possibility that Burton never even got a chance to really go in and, like, lay down the vocals. I mean, that might just be, like, some people call them pilot tracks. You know, that yeah. sort of thing where where they you know, they just run through so... Those vocals were from years before the legal stuff really started kicking off. Right, too. and so it's, it's kind of, um, you know, it makes me wonder, like, did they ever really, like, before all the fucking legal stuff, they had had this album. Yeah. Like, supposedly this album's, like, what, two years old? Three More years old? More than that. Well, the vocals and the primary music, for sure. They were talking about already having artwork, like, years ago. Well, yeah, but, I mean, Genexus isn't that old. No, Genexus isn't that old. As far as I know, this album was done right after Genexus. More or less, it seems. It's just really weird because everything I've seen about it, man, like it's really feast or famine. I mean, I've seen a, just a very select few people saying like this album's fucking awesome, you know. And I'm getting the idea that those people are big enough Fear Factory fans that they would probably say that over anything that they'll put, that Dino put out. Yeah. Um, and then I've seen a lot of stuff where it's just like, this just sounds fucking tired. They sound washed up. It's the same mm-hmm. shit they've been putting out forever and blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, I know how I feel about it. There's yeah. no need for me to listen to it. Yeah, me neither. I did give it a fair shake, but it's just, it just wasn't, it just wasn't doing it for me. I, I'm going as far as saying I'm done. I, I just, all the drama really put some things into perspective and to see them, you know, it's more about the story between them two, yeah. Then, or or even those two and the other two, yeah. It, than it than it ever will be about the music again. Exactly. You yeah. know, so it's like, yeah, it's it makes it rough. Especially if you heard us gushing about how much we fucking love this band's history, yeah, it's right? It's, it's a bummer, man. <laughs> like, so, but that's how it is sometimes, and that's how it is in this case. So, uh, there you go. Moving on to greener pastures, light the torch's new album. I'm trying to decide. This is the first real album of theirs I've really listened to. Yeah? Okay. Did you listen to the whole thing? Yeah, but there's something about that band I'm not really fond of. It's uh, There's something weird. I it, it, There's something about that, well, I guess the Lisa's album. I, I do think I listened to The Devil You Know. Mm-hmm. I, I just didn't listen to it a whole lot, but I'm pretty sure I've listened to that album. But this is the first one I remember listening to, like really listening to it. But there's like a fucking, like a phasey, like chorus thing going on effect. Yeah. On either the guitars, his vocals, or both. Right. That reminds me of like the newest Parkway Drive album. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a compression there that reminds me of that newest Parkway Drive album that I just can't 
I just have a hard time really getting into it. But I do love Howard. I, I and I've got soft spot for Artisado because he was uh, All Shall Perish. Mm-hmm. As a big huge, as huge All Shall Perish. Fan. You ever check out his solo stuff? Yes. So Dude. that's the stuff I really love because he yeah. the, the album he did with All Shall Perish. I'm not super stoked on. But it's not his fault. It's just the riffs aren't aren't quite there. But his solo albums, I fuck, I listen to those um, quite frequently. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm cool. That it's just I just never. Um, I don't know. I mean, I just put it, and some of it could be you know music taste or whatever. I have a hard time going from something like black metal or even like slam shit right to something like light the torch or for sure, yeah. Or even you know Lamb of God, or even yeah, you know Hate Breed. I mean, it's 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 hard for me to do that nowadays. Where before, you know, I used to do it all the time. Yeah. It's 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 not that it doesn't work. It's just as soon as I hear black metal or you know some kind of extreme metal, right? Yeah, and, and you're then already I hear, in a headspace. And then I hear something like that. I it's I, it's it's gonna suck to say, <laughs> but I immediately get bored. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I get bored. That. You know, I mean, unless it's something that just really fucking blows my mind. You know, not blows yeah. my mind, but unless it's something real. Like, if I'm going to be listening to something like that, I think I'm going to go a few steps further than that and go full bore, spirit box, a day to remember, bring me the right, like really fucking era. You mm-hmm. know, that, that really fucking catchy shit. You know, I mean, yeah, if I'm yeah. going to listen to something normal, quote unquote normal, I, I, I want it to be something just really fucking catchy. Something mm-hmm. I'm really going to be able to fucking just, I- instead of getting lost in the extremity, get lost in the melody, you right. know, and, and get lost in the fucking catchy. So, yeah, just, you know, but I mean, it seemed like a pretty good album. It's just that one sound. For sure. Yeah, the production's a little different. Um, I don't know that I like it more than the first album, but I, I like it, and I might like it even more with repeat listens. It's just like, it's what I would like to hear if I did listen to the radio and like there was radio metal, you know what I mean? Right. And they're getting right. a huge push on satellite radio. So, and I'm stoked on that. I just don't know about what radio radio is anymore. But like, obviously, I love Howard. It's, it's cool that he's got this different thing. I was listening oh, to an yeah. interview with Ryan from, it's Ryan from Light the Torch and Bleeding Through. And he talks about how stoked he is. It's like, yeah, I got my mosh parts with Bleeding Through. And this is my more sing-alongy kind of outlet thing. So it's cool to have best of both worlds. Have you listened to Scion yet? No. The the song's called The Blade. So that's that's the other thing Howard's doing right now with um, the YouTube personality and Twitch streamer, Jared Dines. There was that whole thing where Light the Torch... What was it? They were in support of Trivium a couple runs back. And then Jared Dines just happened to be hanging out with Matt Heafy because they're boys. And Matt had to split from the tour early because you know, his kids were being born. I think I saw a post about this. I just didn't know anything had come out yet. It's just one song. They they literally just wrapped up I'm the album to it this right week. Now. Yeah. So the idea is this is more like the the balance of the sing scream that Howard used to have in Kill Switch was the idea. So oh, so that was the thing was Matt Hafey had to go home rather than cancel the shows. Howard filled in on vocals and Jared Dines filled in on guitar and supposedly the video is awesome. I haven't actually seen it yet. And they were like, hey, dude, we should do a band together one day and now they are and it's called Scion, which I guess is Howard's middle name. Pretty cool. Yeah. I like, yeah, it. It, but I like, I like Jared Dines and I love Howard, so it makes yeah. sense. 
the one big bummer i'm stoked for light the torch and scion but i'm still waiting for king fighter dude supposedly they yeah. even started working on that before devil you know was a thing yeah how and is it's that just taking not... forever to come out and it's on the back burner now because him and or Howard and Peter Witchers are still working on tone assassins for like movie scores and TV stuff and commercials and whatnot. So whatever. Hopefully it comes out one day. I guess I wouldn't hold my breath for it. Speaking of Kill Switch related, did you listen to the New Times of Grace that just came out? I haven't. It's Not interesting. Yet. It's it's cool. I I think you definitely have to be in a mood for it because the whole thing everybody's going. Why didn't they just make Times of Grace a Kill Switch album? And they really really made sure to separate the more Kill Switchy stuff just for Kill Switch and focus on that more ambient, you know, post metally vibe for mm. this new Times of Grace record. Not on a label or anything. It's all self released by them, and it's it's very much times of grace is its own thing now. And it's cool. But I think you have to be kind of in the mood for that kind of thing. Cause it's very downtrodden at times. It's pretty sludgy at times. Like I'd be curious to see how they would do that, you know, live, but it's, it's cool. I, it literally just came out. So I need more listens to it. Let me bullet point some of these other guys really quick. Have you had a chance to listen to the new aspects album or Asphyx, However you pronounce it. <laughs> I've you know I don't think I've ever listened to those guys before. So I had I mean I had casually here and there, but like this new one. So you know how there's like death metal where it's like strictly in the death metal camp. This will only appeal to people that really 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 like death metal in some instances. And then there's death metal that like appeals to the the larger metal world as a whole. I always put Asphyx in that first camp, especially because they're like very European, very early 90s mid or you know late 80s kind of vibe dude's got a higher register of voice but still in the death metal camp but you know it's not super low growl something about this album has transcended that camp and like a lot of people are biting onto it i really like what i'm hearing yeah i mean i've i've known of this band forever like since they started i've known of this band i've just never heard them um, there's other there's a lot of bands like that back then you know Acheron was another one mm-hmm. i just knew forever and just never really got around to listen to it you know i mean yeah. i didn't even know they sounded like that like, yeah exactly. I, I really like this i, I really like what, what what am i what song am i listening to i'm listening to uh the soul curse the soul cure is death great name and it's a fucking cool song dude like i'm gonna have to fucking get more in, i'm d- dive deeper into this man yeah so it's like one thing where you got this whole new wave of like old school inspired bands, but to see like an older band actually getting like a whole new legion of fans this late in their careers, kind of cool, you know, like that's yeah, commendable. Dude, like, yeah, that's way cool. Yeah. Moving on. New Cult of Luna. Are you a Cult of Luna guy at all? I love Cult of Luna. I love the fucking new album. Yeah, man. Raging River uh, sick. Really, really fucking good album, man. Yeah. I need to give more time to them. That's that's a band I need to spend more time with. I, I'm bummed I didn't see them when they came last time. Like their last like three albums have just been like for sure. Uh, you we talked about was it last year? Shit, man, time is blurring so much. Loads. Um, I let it and it took it or what is it? I let it in and it took everything or something. Regardless, yeah, albums. And then awesome. they had the weird instrumental thing after that though. Yeah, so this year they put out a like an experimental thing just to kind of keep interest and i listened to it once and it was like 
elevator music is what I heard it described as, and that's pretty good description. <laughs> it's good for chilling out, but it's just like I feel like I got more enjoyment from elevator music. It 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 reminds me of a weird movie score that I don't want to listen to. For sure, I need I want maybe to, like a movie score of a movie I didn't like or something. I'd spend a little more time with it. It's just again, dude. Like I still got a few things to talk about here. Are you a fan of Abiotic as well? Is that how you say that name? I'm not a fan of them, but I do like them, and it's a good album, but, I mean, nothing to write home about. Yeah. It's pretty solid for them. Yeah. Uh, if, if you if you like all their other stuff, listen to the new one, and it, vice versa. If you like that new one, go back and listen to their old stuff, man. I mean, it's pretty on par. There you go. Abominable Putridity. Did you check out that new album? Yes. Dude. And they're one of my favorites. Yeah. And that's our dude, Angel Ochoa. Mm-hmm. Um, vocals I dude. did not know until I was doing research for this that's and awesome I mean fuck it's literally just him and the Russian guy that's that's wild yep. did you ever get into sick album sick slam city yeah dude. man I thought they would have been a unique leader band for sure especially because they were previously affiliated with Matty Way but apparently not uh well I guess that the whole thing is like they've you know they're kind of like they're like Disgorge, man. Like Disgorge was stuck in that deal with Crash Music, and I think Abominable right. Putridity might be stuck in another deal, right? Because they've only they've only had three. I think this is their third album. Yeah, you know they 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 released the one album, and then the one with Matty Way wasn't. I mean, the, fuck, that was a long time after that first album, mm-hmm. and it's been a while since that album with Matty Way. Yeah, no, that's true too. It's it's interesting to see how like some bands trajectories where it's like they have a fuck ton of output but it's not necessarily all studio albums it's a lot of eps and singles and splits or whatever but like good on them yeah. that new album sick go check it out venomous concept were you ever into venomous concept oh uh, no i haven't did that did an album come out yeah and i thought that was a while back but apparently it was just march so it's uh called deep thinking and deep times and the lineup's a little different when it started out it was like this kind of mishmash of dudes from other bands. I mean, it still is, but it's a different mishmash where it's the, it's the idea is like, I think it was Shane from Napalm and a million other bands and Buzz from the uh, Melvins. We're talking about how much they love like old school, oldest of the old school, hardcore punk, black flag, poison idea. Their name is a pun on poison idea. It's venomous concept instead. Actually, it's saying on Spotify 2020. Yeah, it was, it, I got a lot of mixed signals about whether this came out last year or the year before. Either way, I put it in there just in case. But yeah, when it started out, it was Buzz from the Melvins on guitar. It was Danny from Napalm and Shane from Napalm on drums and bass. And then it was Kevin from Brutal Truth, who's you know, which isn't a band anymore. Now it's still Kevin from Brutal Truth and Shane from Napalm on guitar. It's the guy that's been filling in for years for Napalm on live guitar. Cook. John Cook. There you go. Uh, I'm not familiar with the drummer, but like it's fun. It's it's the idea is it's like grindcore take on that that generation of old school hardcore punk. It's it's fun stuff to check out. They have a song called Mantis Toboggan. If that doesn't get you excited, yeah. I don't know what will. Yep. There's also a new Crown that came out in March. New Rob Zombie. I keep hearing how like actually interesting the new Rob Zombie stuff actually is. I still got to check it out because I listened to some of it and it still sucks. Yeah. I, I think when you're talking about interesting Rob Zombie, you kind of got a grade on a curve. Like maybe it's more interesting <laughs> than that mid 2000s stuff. New I hate well, anything's more interesting than that. Yeah. New I hate God. Do. I still got to check out. We talked about era. You know, man, I listened to. So that was one I did check out a couple of the singles to see what they sound like in the digital age because mm-hmm. I haven't heard much of their new stuff. It's just not. I don't know. Not the same to me, but I do. I do like that album. Right. It's a good album. 
I, I remember liking the one. It was either the one before or the one before that. I remember there was a whole period where they just didn't do anything. And then I feel like oh, in yeah. the 2010s, they were actually more productive than they had been, especially even with Mike Williams being, you know, on the donor organ transplant list or whatever. And they still managed to put out a lot of stuff. So if I didn't already mention it, I reached out to some of our friends saying what their favorite stuff is, has been so far this year. We talked about era. Alex says that's his favorite of the year so far. Our friend Alex. Antagonist really? AD. Have you ever heard Antagonist AD? Huh. No. They're they're Australian Mashi Metallic Hardcore. They had to call themselves uh, Antagonist AD because there was also Antagonist here in sure. Whittier or whatever. That's it's fun. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> what we haven't discussed yet. Cannibal Corpse with Eric Rutano on guitar. Violence unimagined. Fuck yes dude they're the album cover the uncensored album cover was the first thing that's taken me aback and kind of repulsed me since i've got into extreme metal when i was a young teenager and i wouldn't really? have it any other way that's the way it should be you know what i mean i just must be desensitized or something man it's it's pretty gnarly though like i'll think you know I, even on that sliding scale but like let's talk the I music was like a- I, what do you think about wait okay what album cover are you talking about because there's two both of them. Okay, all right. There's the one with the lady fucking titties out, fucking eating. What is she eating? Babies She's or whatever. She's ripping apart a fucking baby that she ripped from another yeah. woman's uterus. That's gnarly, yeah. and that's what it should be. I mean, yeah, that shit don't bother me. Yeah, but both of them. I mean, it's, you know, whatever. But man, that that fucking album is banger, fucking city. It's riff, fucking city. The guitars, the production. Yeah, man, is just flawless, dude. Like it's one of their but I don't know if it's one of their best sound albums because like their last three albums have all been done by Rutan and they all sound amazing. There was a couple done by Mark Lewis and Jason Sukoff that kind of mixed it up. Which one did he do? I can't even remember, dude. Everything between Kill and uh, Red to Black, like I kind of lose track well, yeah. of. And I think there was like three in between. It was like Red to Black stood out to me because it was like it was like they introduced some more groove element stuff, you know. In fact, was there any particular songs that stuck out to you as as like? ones you enjoyed yes actually there were i just don't have any titles offhand hold on a second yeah i'll, I'll tell you two that stuck out though my two favorite and it's a one-two punch back to back is called slowly Son because of that you know kind of impending groove element thing that i'm talking about from red to black and then immediately right after that it's like two something minutes over torture complete opposite it might not be as fast as it seemed to me at the time but coming off of that slower pace you know what i mean like yeah. it just seemed to complement it so well so that's my that's my one and two right there because you know when you're talking about cannibal albums for the most part it's like one or two songs and those are my two for sure and it's towards the back end how do you feel about rutan as like a as a member like a, an actual so my dude the one I, I just found the one inhumane harvest yeah yeah okay was that the first one that was released as i a don't single? know but it's got the most plays so it must be the first one that they released yeah but man it's got that fucking breakdown in it, it just fucking rules everything dude yeah uh how do i feel about rutan being part of cannibal corpse mm-hmm. feel pretty great about it yeah it's it's a match made in heaven right <laughs> i mean it's he was around for probably some people say peak morbid angel yeah i've been a huge hate eternal fan since day one mm-hmm. and i still love hate eternal i've always loved eric rutan and it just makes total fucking sense to me and i and i got to see him live First time I ever saw Cannibal Corpse, he was the guitar player. So, yeah, I'm still bummed I missed that. 
it's just awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if he wasn't playing, he's been pretty. Done a lot of production for him, man. I mean, and he's really, he's on point with his fucking production, dude. Yeah, you know? no, absolutely. So it's just a fucking album that's, it's one of those ones where it's like, I just kind of already know for the first time in a long time. I mean, it's it'll be in my album of the year mm-hmm. for sure. Like, it's it's that good. I mean, it's just a fucking awesome album, dude. Yeah, not that they needed it, but it's cool to see them have like another kind of renaissance or whatever. The first one I could think maybe being uh, when when Corpse Grinder joined. A second one of well, sorts, re- kind of being when when Rutan first started working with them in a production capacity. When they started having one to two songs where they're really slowing it down. Yeah, for sure. De- Death Walking Terror, mm-hmm. Scourge of Iron. I mean, when they started throwing songs like that, that's the same as when Morbid Angel did Where the Slime Lived, dude. Yeah, for sure. It, it just gathers a lot more attention. That's one thing the old school guys never were really shy about was dynamics, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's what they were going for, where, you know, the brutal guys are literally there to be brutal. Yeah, And it's, sure. it's not supposed to be that dynamic. I mean, it's just supposed to be fucking brutal. Yeah. I can't wait to do a Cannibal Corpse episode. I mean, I kind of want to wait until they're done at this point. Kind of, right? Yeah. You know, but fuck, who knows when that's going to be? We're going to be fucking, I'll be 60 years old doing this fucking podcast going fucking Cannibal Corpse rules. Put my fucking teeth back in, whatever. I want to say they're all in their 50s now, too. So if they're still going, yeah. they're hard good on them, man. Fucking yeah, dude. fantastic. So, I mean, somebody's got to be the staple. Like, it's clearly them. I want them to be the first death metal band playing, old, old-ass old death metal band playing the casino circuit, dude. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now playing at Pachanga. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Granite Pachanga gets some pretty big acts. But, you know, you know they what do. we're talking about. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. So fucking good Paula on them. Paula, too. Paula, same thing, man. Like, they yeah. get some big fucking big namers out there. I And, yeah, dude, I would love to see that. But, you know, I don't know. Oh, in good time. Happen, but whatever. So <laughs> one thing we haven't talked about yet that is actually the one. One thing album. Okay. The, but, like, especially one thing. The one that we haven't talked about yet that everybody across the board fucking. Before we get to it, though. I got I got to give huge shout out. Unique Leader Records is already killing it. Yeah, and it's only been half the fucking year. If you can find another label that's killing it harder at social media, show me. Mm-hmm. Send me send me the link. Lacerated Enemy, close, but not not quite there. Volvodinia has this album cover come out. I don't know who the fuck their social media person is. One of the characters on the album cover. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if it's the album cover. It's the, it's the single cover for the fucking the song, the um, the shadowy descent, right? Of uh, I can't remember. It's, it's it's a long title. They're they're putting out huge anticipated release for me, man. They're yeah. putting out a fucking big concept album, whatever. It's on my list. Uh, they're first with Uniquely to Records, mm-hmm. and they have this guy on the album cover that everybody's called Bob the Butcher. They took this fucking guy, they put a transparent background behind him, they gave everybody access to the file, and they fucking started running contests to the point where this they gave the character his own fucking Instagram page, his own Facebook page. They were dropping album covers like Shadow of Intent and fucking Aborted, Cattle Decapitation, and I mean everybody. They're they're dropping left hand path, dude, and they're put they're photoshopping Bob into the album covers. Yeah. And they were making posts that were relevant to the picture of Bob being in the album cover. Yep. It, I mean, they are killing it so hard right now. And it's not just Instagram like most bands. They're on Facebook like a motherfucker, dude. Like, if there's a band that's doing a better fucking social media thing, 
you know, right now, uh, I mean, Nurgle comes to mind, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But he's not as fun. No. They're they're putting out fun shit, engaging shit. And I mean, it's it's incredible. I like I said, I don't know who their social media person is, but man, that person and and shout out to them for hiring the person. Mm-hmm. You know, cuz I mean, that's a smart move, dude. And Unique Leader Records is doing the same thing. And you know, maybe it's someone through them, but I mean, when they dropped this album, it's an EP, Volvocrania. So it was a split with Volvodinia and Acrania. So that's Luke Griffin's band. I mean, fuck, they dropped that song, The Disconnect, man. And I mean, I, it's one of my favorite songs of the whole fucking year. Super fucking simple. It's almost a new metal slam song. I mean, there's not much to it. But when they hit that breakdown, that fucking... Like the fucking pinch harmonics. Like, ah, fucking forget about it. It's so visceral, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it makes you move. And... and they're just so fucking good at that. They got three fucking amazing guitar players. Their fucking guitar players are virtuosos. One just has a fucking experimental jazz project that just came out. Another band that Unique Leader, I believe it's new, uh, Unique Leader, but a band I cannot get en- enough of. I've been, every time someone's like, you know, give me a band to listen to, a new band to listen to, do fucking Worm Shepherd. Listen to it's black and death metal. There's literally if you if it's a type of scream, it's on the fucking album. Plus, there's clean vocals on the album. It is stupid fucking good. I'll have to check that out. Another one, Mental Cruelty, just dropped probably the hottest black and death core album I've ever fucking heard. It is so fucking cool. They started on probably the last album in Ferris, maybe a little bit before that. But I mean, it is full black and deathcore dude and it is fuck i mean straight keyboards a lot of black metal tremolo picking but they still got that slammy fucking deathcore fucking riffs in there lucas still i mean he's added a lot more highs to his fucking game but he's still fucking doing those low gurgles i mean and i think brand of sacrifice well no they were unique leader and then they left and released this newest one on their own um another one distant just put out a fucking hour-long album that is also not fully black and death core. I wouldn't call it fully black and death core, but I mean, there's a lot of songs on there like that. But I mean, you see these features, you know, it's like fucking David Simonich from fucking Signs of the Swarm, who they have an album coming out later this year, Kyle Anderson from Brand Sacrifice, you know, they got Jason Evans from Ingested, they got Adam Warren, old school fucking uh, Oceano. Oceano. <laughs> He's also yeah, got a, a fun slam project in his Black Mario character from Twitch. I think it's called Super Slam Bros. I think. Really? Oh, yeah, dude. I have seen that. Yeah, it's Mario Kart-themed Slam. It's it's a lot of fun. Osaya, earlier this year, and I mean, again, Jason Evans on it, Ben Dewar. It's, I mean, Osaya, I've been waiting for this one to come out for a while because their, their, their EP, their initial EP was what really got me, and then they dropped the full length, and it was kind of like, all right, whatever, but this album, Lost, is just fucking awesome sick album cover all this shit like just the artwork is awesome like unique leaders really kicking ass and then bone carver so cannibal grandpa just became bone carver songs are a little more serious than cannibal grandpa but they're just like i mean it's just awesome fucking deathcore stuff if you're into that i understand a lot of you probably aren't whatever that's fine if you're not into it don't listen to it and then as far as not necessarily a unique leader, but have you heard Ghost Osi- uh, Ghost Iris? Heard the name. I might have heard the music. Really cool. Sounds album. familiar. Kind of you- like raw, less keyboardy death tones. Maybe I don't know. It's it's cool shit, dude. You should check that out. Also, okay. to the grave, 
another hour-long fucking album. Deathcore, uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's much black metal involved. Right. Because I know uh, so there's loyal there. to the grave, so that's why I get confused sometimes. It's like, uh. So then another one, Interloper, which is a technical oh, okay. I was going to bring them I mean, up, yeah. That's Aaron Stechoner. Stech, Stech, yeah. Stechoner. It's two dudes um, that used to be in Rings of Saturn and two dudes it? that used to be in The Faceless, and one of them, yeah, and one of them's the same. One one was in both The Faceless and... and uh, Who's the singer? It's whoever's playing guitar, so... Oh, really? Originally, the, the singer was one of Alex's favorite dudes, Mike Semesky, who used to be in The Heart Machine, who used to be in... Um, who used to be in Interloper now, uh, who used to sing in Intervals. I oh, okay, yeah. I don't know the guy. I'm just saying that I've heard from a lot of these dudes that he used to be bands in in bands with, and it sounds like there's a reason he used to be in a lot of bands. You know what I mean? Sure. So one of those dudes, I don't remember which, has stepped up and filled in the vocal position, um, and it sounds like all things considered, he's doing a pretty good job. But yeah, man, I I liked what I heard. It's when- a sick album. I mean, it's like power metal cleans with like screams. Yeah, like like it's not just one thing. It's a cool. It's their own cool mix of stuff. There was a buzz on these guys before this album even came out because of the stuff with Mike Semesky. They had like showcases at Nam with because um, they're they're endorsed by Schechter, and so they had them like playing alongside Body Count. I think whatever happened with Mike Semesky kind of like put it on ice for a minute because I remember the buzz just kind of stopped, and then all of a sudden they start coming out with the songs from this new album. I think this is on Nuclear Blast too, right? I'm pretty I sure think it so. is. Nuclear Blast it's again. Cool. Just there's some there's something for everybody on this on this album. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say um, also David Simonich also guested on Worm Shepherd's album as well. He's been doing quite a few guest spots. Obviously Ben Dewar is always open up for him. So is Duncan Bentley from Volvodinia. Sucks because now they're kind of out of my price range for Lake and Maggots, but. Yeah. yeah, that's another day. Real we'll quick, because you're the resident Volvadinia guy. I was on there a little kick for a while. Do they, do they have three guitar players now? Am I? Am I? Yes. Okay, just making. So sure. they have Luke Harhoff, Skinny Blonkid, looks Norwegian. I don't think he's South African. I think he's from somewhere in Europe. Okay. And then they have that Christian Zenopolis or Chris Zenopolis. He's the one that did the jazz album. And then they have I can't think of the guy's name. I just know his Instagram name, Asuka City, mm-hmm. and he is a uh, slapper, mm. but he's another like virtuoso guy. I mean, all, all three of them. I mean, I don't know if Harhoff really plays solos and stuff. I think he does, dude. I'm pretty sure all of them do. And I mean, fuck man. They're just, they're so fucking good, dude. You know what's gnarly too? Can you think of any other bands from South Africa? Not really. Yeah. Like it's cool to be, you know what I mean? It's like cool that like yeah. all these places are finally getting some representation. They're the Kings of fucking guest spots, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, go through their old albums, man. I mean, they got everybody. They Even their newest album, they have a song with fucking uh, Trevor Sternod on one of the albums. But, you know, stuff with, I mean, all the guys, man. You know, the usuals, dude. Luke Griffin, Ben Dewar, mm-hmm. Jason Jason Evans, even Alex from uh, Slaughter to Prevail. But another, I mean, there's stuff like Crown, Crown Magnator that I found this year that, I mean, they're really fucking cool, dude. Night Crown is another one that's really fucking cool, kind of black and death metal. That's the third band core. with Crown in the name we've talked about tonight. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, so the um, the other probably, I guess, two. Okay, wait, no, because there's. I'm gonna run off a couple. Um, the o, o, I guess they're OSDM, or at least they're that organic sound, that raw organic sound. Celestial Sanctuary, fucking awesome, dude. The album's called Soul Diminished. Go listen to that motherfucker. Old school death, dude. 
Cerebral Rot. Yeah, 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 Cerebral Rot, dude. Dropped a fucking awesome album. Um, Witch Vomit. Their their newest album is pretty cool. The vocals are mixed back a little bit, which I do tend to like. Riffs are really cool. They got that kind of necro production a little bit, HM2 kind of thing. But dude, Vomit Ritual. Oh, also, yeah, this is the year of the vomit. Just so you know, yeah, apparently. every band has vomit in the fucking name. Vomits and crowns. Vomit. <laughs> Last crown year needs was to be everything was Corona, Corona, coronavirus, COVID. Yeah. You know, this year is everything's fucking vomit. But Vomit Rituals album. Um, I have no idea when it came out other than this year. And fuck, mm-hmm. dude. Oh, and Hooded Menace. Okay, Hooded Menace I was going to bring up, Hooded too. Hooded Menace dude. is a fucking... Yeah. I mean, it's just straight groovy, mm-hmm. heavy riffs, dude. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's like you think all the riffs are taken, you know? Like, you start listening to fucking Soulfly and Crowbar, and you think, well, all the riffs are taken. Yeah. Then you listen to something like Hooded Menace, and you're like, oh, there's still riffs around, you know? Yeah, like, man. Oh, cool, cool. So that's um, coming but, out August 27th. That's The Triton is Bell. Very much looking forward to that. Just for the album cover alone, dude. Especially like the whoever props to whoever took that album artwork and replaced that skull bell thing with the Taco Bell logo. I love that. That's hilarious, dude. Oh yeah. So one that really got me into the black and death core thing, Sin Deliverance. The album's called Ultimate Hatred. Fucking I think it's Lacerated Enemy Records, which they're another one. They're signing a ton of up and coming bands, and I mean they've got quite the roster and it's all heavy as fuck, dude. Uh, most of their stuff is on Bandcamp, so they're one of the labels I've noticed uh, that tends them and Reality Fade mm-hmm. um, are the two labels I've noticed that sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes what they do is they just release one song to Spotify and the rest of the album on Bandcamp. Mm. Uh, reason being, it costs it costs money to put shit on Spotify. Right. Once that stuff gets enough attention, I've noticed they start moving it over to Spotify as well. So. That's you know that's awesome, but the Sin Deliverance album, man. I mean, again, it's there's so, there's a lot of different types of vocals on it, all of it good, all of it extreme, and it's just you do yourself a favor listening to Ultimate Hatred, and then another one that really caught me off guard. I kind of knew this was happening, but I didn't know what it was called. I actually was really surprised that it actually happened. I I, I wasn't sure if it was going to happen, but Tom Barber from Chelsea Grin, formerly of Lorna Shore put together a project with, can't think of his name, but it's the dude from Emure. Uh, Frankie or? It's called Darko. It's not Frankie. Oh, no, no, it's no. It's a guitar okay. player. Was it a, is it a dude that's in Emure or used to be in Emure? It's hard to keep track. I don't know, but I know he's, I think he's the guitar player. Okay. You know what? Let's look it up real quick. So it's Baby J of Emure. I'm not sure what he does. I'm pretty sure he's the one that's uh, doing the guitars at least. Mm-hmm. Um, let's look up Baby J then. Yeah, because I'm not a huge um, Amir guy at all. But like you know, me Josh neither. Travis, on, dude, on paper, man, I should enjoy it. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know why I don't like it. I can tell you why I don't like it is Frankie. What's that? Fucking Frankie. But like, I, you know, I dude? think that's why I don't like it. Here's yeah. the weird thing, though. I love that dude. Interesting. I listen to fucking interviews with the can see you're a big Acacia Strain fan though. Yeah. See, I I don't have a dog in that fight. Well, that, 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 that fight's been you. over for a decade. Oh, I know, but that may have affected you because I've watched. Dude, if I've you watched just listen to anything else that guy says, you look at any of the bonehead fucking take a gun to school lyrics that he's done before, or the fucking cold, not not cold soul, whatever his stupid fucking clothing line that he tried to put out and then took down immediately because he realized it was a bad idea. Like, that dude is the definition of an edgelord. 
He's just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what fucking sticks. And he's not the first person to say something controversial in a song. I know, but like, fuck. I that mean, Acacia Strain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe. They've said some pretty fucking questionable shit, depending on. Yeah. Well, that it totally depends on how you feel about that sort of thing. So let's see. Josh Miller is Baby J. Ah, so they have two Joshes in the band. Huh, okay. And so it says, began a new band with Chelsea Green vocalist Tom Barbo called Darko. But on Spotify, it is called Darko US. Well, and I can see I mean, there being more than one band called Darko. Two huge guest spots, man. They have Ben Dewar on the song Pretenders, and they have Courtney LaPlante on Daniel. Yeah, uh, she's going to be LaPlante making the rounds a lot. From Spirit Box. She's been doing quite a few. Um, her and Winston McCall, mm. Ben Dewar, Rio Nikoshita. Uh, they're pretty much uh, guest spot city. <laughs> if you need Speaking a guest of spot. Which, that new Crystal Lake song, dude. I hadn't yeah, heard that till yesterday. Crystal Lake, awesome fucking band, dude. Yeah. Fucking was Japanese hardcore, metalcore? Japanese metalcore. It's just funny because like they started out as a completely different metalcore, kind of metalcore where it was like art, uh, Parkway kind of metalcore, right? Okay. And then they became kind of an architects type metalcore band. And this new song, dude, they're just heavy fuck. as balls. Ooh, another one that just came out, another band dropped a fucking another hours long album, dude. Deathcore fucking band, dude. A Night in Texas just made their return. Ooh, awesome, I haven't heard that name. awesome fucking album. Shit's hard as fuck. Yeah. But Darko, I mean, it's almost like got dubstep parts. Hmm. When, you, when you think of like that neon Busan, Tokyo, anime, Blade Runner. Yeah, Neo. Come down into the underbelly. Yeah. You know, neon signs, rainy, mm-hmm. noir type shit. Mm-hmm. And it's got that keyboard extreme sound. Like, dude, that's this shit. It's very new metal, but it's not so much mixing with rap. Mm-hmm. It's more mixing with like dubstep. It's more mixing with you know a little more EDM style, uh, less less of a rap style. But the guitars. Uh, one thing I never really liked about Amir, they don't really riff a lot. I mean, it's mostly. I mean, some to some degree. I mean, it's. It's like some Acacia Strain songs. They, mm-hmm. It's more of a percussive playing than it is a riff uh, melody playing. And, and Amir is very much like that. And so is Darko. There's not a ton of fucking what I would consider like riffs that I like. But the guitars sound awesome. The production on it is fucking great. Everything sounds awesome. And, I mean, Tom's killing it, dude. I'll have to I, check it out. As far as I know, I thought he did all the programming because I know he does. Um, he, you know, he fucks around with some EDM instrumental type shit as far as he is at least he used to i don't know if he does anymore but i mean this may be the outlet for that but i mean you know i don't know it sounded fresh to me dude i'll have to check it out i I remember seeing the posts about it and everything i just haven't had a chance to check it out but like just because i'm not an amir guy doesn't mean i like i don't like other stuff people have done i loved recon and that was like i think the first guitar player in amir or something like that I, I'm waiting for Josh Travis. He said he's going to make solo stuff, and I can enjoy that. It's really weird. Yeah, just I've heard Frankie in a lot of interviews, and I've just always liked the way he is. Hmm. But I like Franzilla, too. Okay, so I was going to say, dude. And I can't stand Attila. Yeah, so 2017, they both played Warp Tour, and it's fucked up because like they just happen to be playing at the same time. Oh, that sucks. So what I no, so what I did was like, but it was funny because like they were like the stages, like there was 
plenty of space between the stages. They're side by side. So, yeah. So what I did was I went back far enough to where I got them both in frame, and I fucking <laughs> nice. and I caught a video, and it sounded and I called it douche and stereo because you had them both in each ear, and it literally <laughs> sounded like a different version of the uh, of each band. Was that? I mean, I can see, I can definitely see where people fucking hate both those dudes. Um, yeah, I just, I'm just. I like them because they're instru- they're interesting people. They're not lame. Most people on this planet are boring. I like interest. Yeah. If I'm going to be seeing something, like I don't want to watch me on a fucking TV show. I don't want to watch me on stage. I'm boring. I want to see somebody who, especially nowadays where we got so much cookie cutter bullshit, as much as I love the Marvel movies, dude, they been disney they get a little cookie cutter at times mm. you know fast and furious same thing they're a little bit cookie cutter we have a lot of unleaded stuff going on everybody trying to fucking well i don't want to be pc but i also don't want to be not pc because you have these people caught in this weird this weird thing where they don't want to be a lame but they also don't they're scared of being canceled and when you have somebody that is i mean it, Cause I mean, dude, and I, I love The Rock, dude. I love <laughs> yeah, Dwayne yeah, Johnson. Yep, 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 but yep. he, right now, the reason he is as popular as he is is because he is as middle of the road as you can get. Mm-hmm. Is that a weird thing to be able to say you love a, a like an actor, but you don't necessarily like their movies or TV shows or whatever? I like a lot of the stuff he does. I think he does really cool stuff, but he does do a lot of middle of the road stuff where it's just like, okay, that's fine. You know, I didn't hate it, but my life wasn't enhanced by it by any means. But, you know, not everything needs to enhance my life. Some shit just needs to kill a little bit of time. But he's as middle of the road as you can get. Coincidentally, he's also the most followed man on social media. I can see that. In the world. If that gives you an indication of, of, you know, kind of, you know, it's, it's the... It's the ESPN interview where they're clearly coached and they, they say all this stuff without actually saying anything. You know, and it's like, where's the balls? Mm-hmm. Where's the fucking balls? Where are the characters? Where are the people who aren't scared to say what they want to fucking say? And I'm not talking about someone who's just a fucking asshole, you know, that's just going to spout off a bunch of fucking hatred. Okay, because I'm pretty sure Alex Jones isn't scared to fucking say anything, but he's a fucking douchebag. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, maybe not a douchebag. He's an idiot. He spouts a bunch of nonsense, whatever. And there's plenty of fucking people like that. But I'm just saying, like, when you have bands, you know, like, it's like, fuck, half the fucking guys in the bands we listen to, they, you know, they don't smile in any fucking pictures. They don't want to look like they're having any fucking fun. Yet, yet, you look at the social media, and they're, they're not the kind of people that, but it's not like they take themselves too seriously. But they do take themselves seriously enough to look serious. And, you know, and some of the stuff is serious music. I get that. But but where's the characters? And not just on your fucking Instagram story that disappears in 24 hours. Where's that fucking dude on stage? You know what I mean? Where's where's the Jim Morrison at, man? Where's the Ozzy? Where's, where's the David Lee Roth? Where is the Freddie Mercury? You know, and dude, it's fucking Frankie Palmieri and Franzilla. It's yeah. it's Chris Motionless. Is he? I don't really know shit about Motionless and why. But he's he's a performer though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you want I saw this fucking video the other day and it just I mean he's always been a favorite of mine as far as like showman, you know, and 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 rock star, fucking Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. For sure. And I mean 
I think most everybody nowadays could watch anything, like watch a good quality fucking live Lenny Kravitz performance. Watch a good live Prince performance. Watch a good live David Bowie performance. That's someone performing, and that's something that we need now. And not just this rock star that just does outrageous shit solely to be outrageous. Someone who really believes what they're saying and doesn't say anything like, yeah, they're not. I mean, Frankie says some pretty crazy shit, but it's nothing like fucked. You know, Franz has an OnlyFans where he's fucking three chicks at the same fucking time. Yeah, I can't believe that shit. You know, but it's like, again, the guy's trying to make money. You know, it's that's it's it's his life. It's his job to make money. He's got to make money. You know, and it's like, okay, you know, these guys aren't safe, but they're also not fucked either. To the point where, like, you know, and I mean, I don't know, maybe if you're hardcore fucking, you know, a, a, a conservative type, not politically conservative, but conservative, like, you know, you just don't, don't rock the boat kind of person, or you're a religious type, yeah, they probably seem like douchebags, but sometimes we need those douchebags, you know, to entertain us, because I do get sick, uh, every once in a while, I do get sick of getting entertained by weak sauce, and we do have a lot of weak sauce right now. That's true. Rant over. I was going to say, back to music. While we're on the Unique Leader tip, have you heard the new uh, Waking the Cadaver song? No. They put out a song? Mm-hmm. They got an album coming out in October, apparently. So, because they, they put out, when they, when, they got, when they announced the signing, they had a little video. I, I just didn't, I turned the fucking volume on, but I thought it was one of their old songs. So, they... Did they release one? There's one song that's been out for a week or two. So here's here's a weird thing about Waking the Cadaver. They had, you remember their demo, their MySpace demo? Oh, yeah. Shredded Wheat, dude. Dude. See, dude, I hate the fucking... The dude's low vocals suck, dude. I don't like them. There I love was, them because they're ridiculous. Dude, there was that fucking original version, demo version of Chase Through the Woods. What's the whole fucking song name? I it's been so long. So I'm listening to it right now, dude. It's on Straight Out of the Ground, Volume One. Okay, and then you listen to the other fucking version that was on the album. I think it's Perverse Recollections. Yeah, that fuck, chun, chun, chun. and it's just all. It's like, dude, what the fuck? What, is it a different singer? It could be, dude. If you go on their page, it there's has like to be one, a different singer. There's one original member. But, dude, you listen... Oh, okay, so it's definitely a different singer. But, man, you listen to that fucking MySpace demo version? Dude, that motherfucker... Mm-hmm. I mean... I'm with it. Oh, my God. The vocals Sorry. are so much better, dude. Yeah. So if you're looking at it on Spotify, it's like a face with, like, worms and shit coming out of its mouth and eyes, dude. And it's got... It's black with red lettering across it. Oh, my... Dude, that shit was hard as fuck. So yeah, I um I did listen to some of this threatened physical force and mm-hmm. I I mean he's better than he was. I'll give him that. But I will definitely listen to this album and probably love it because Waking mm-hmm. the Cadaver can slam like no other. I mean yeah, man. fuck dude. And while we're still on the unique leader tip, I don't know why this wasn't on their band camp, but did you hear the new Disentomb song? Yes. Dude. Yes. That song is awesome as well. Yeah, man. Humanity's Last Breath. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, fuck, dude. They're, they're putting out release after release after release. 
you know, it's just fuck, dude. They're just kicking ultra fucking ass right now. Like, yeah. Last one. Have you ever heard of the breathing process? Yes. Okay, I hadn't heard of yeah, them until the other one. night. I mean, I'm trying to remember some of these band camp fucking bands that I, you know, bands like Esophagus and fucking Inner Symmetry, which I think Inner Symmetry's album is brand new as well. I think that one is 2020. Yeah. Okay. So this whole this whole thing is on Spotify. Oh man, yeah. Okay, so I do. I found my list, my playlist with all my Bandcamp guys like Dysmorphic Demiurge, Defenestration, A Pretext to Human Suffering, Pillory, which is technical death metal, Devoured by the Abyss, The Malium Process. I think the new Corpse might have been. I think the song was last year. I don't know if the album's out yet. Covidectomy, which of course, COVID and an ectomy band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking pure genius. So yeah, there's all these um, what I call band camp bands. Yeah, for sure. And a lot, of, like I said, it's it's not because I I think they're any worse than any other band. In fact, I actually love them a lot more than <laughs> other bands. Some bands, yeah. Yeah, I mean this this is like my shit. Shit like mm-hmm. Hanger Abortion, Grand Am. You know, defleshed and gutted human vivisection. You know, it's it's stuff like that that really like that's my fucking shit. And it's like. I just call them Bandcamp bands because a lot of them aren't on Spotify, which really sucks. Yeah, I, I stumbled across but one I the other night that, that build themselves as stoner death metal, and they were called Sarcophagus. And when I tried to find them again, I was like, why the fuck can't I find it? I, was, I spelled it regularly. I didn't realize my mistake. With Keeping in with the stoner pun, it was Sarcophagus, and cough was spelled like cough. Oh, like nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and like I Cannabis think, Corpse and shit. Yeah, yeah. And I think they got, I think now they're on Maggot Stomp, which, by the way, shout out Maggot Stomp, shout out 20 bucks Spin, all these cooler, newer death metal labels. There's one Vincent found the other night where we all just like listened to the playlist from like, that had like one song from each band on, on this label. And we're like, dude, this is great. And I can't remember them to save my life. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, and I can't wait for, I mean, we got, we've been teased for that Rivers of Nile album. Um, and we've also been teased for Aborted's new album. And I fucking can't wait. Oh, uh, yeah. I was going to get to that. I, I was going to do a whole here's what's left to come thing later. Oh, and that's cool. On yeah, there. let's do that. So talking about the rest of the year, Sanguisugabog, also another big hyped up, you know, older school, like more caveman-ish death metal band, Tortured Hole, came out March 26th. Uh, did you listen to that one? Finally, yes. I just think like I liked the idea of them having that one demo EP thing uh, a little more because it was like a little more condensed and easier to digest. But like other than that, dude, like it's awesome. I think they just lost a key member, but like I, I still see a lot of big things happening for them. They're awesome. The, I haven't watched all the videos, but the first one they put out for the album where it was co-produced by Troma, where they had like mutant dicks is awesome like like they're fun you know what i mean that's that's the important thing kyle from counterparts has a black and death metal project that he's actually on his streams writing and recording the uh the songs and it's called riven and the one single that's out right now is hexing ritual this is like an old project he he resurrected so the idea is when counterparts isn't touring or recording like he'll his idea is he'll crank out a song every month the singer used to be one of the many guys that's been in uh suffocate so it's cool. It's 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 awesome. You want some cool Canadian black and death metal fucking rhythm hexing ritual. So now, here we go. April 30th this year, Gojira Fortitude, highest charting debut or not debut, but hardest highest charting album for them so far. 
it's a landmark for fucking heavy music how good this is done fucking good on them dude like it's crazy dude like how far these guys have gotten and they're gonna take out knocked loose on this upcoming tour very stoked for them to get that opportunity like like, knocked loose and alien weaponry alien weaponry yeah which have you heard that new alien weaponry song i've never heard them don't start with the new song or maybe do and then work your way backwards. Like like it's it's kind of divisive, but like I That's don't know, always we'll a good sign of things to come. Yeah, no, that's true. Okay, so do you want me to piss people off right now? Sure. I'm not particularly fond of fortitude. So I do not think it's anywhere near as good as magma. I agree. Well, I think go it's on. the worst out now, doesn't mean it's not good. I just think it's the worst album they've put out since their first one. I am with you 100%. That's so that, yeah. It has nothing to do with the instrumental stuff. I'm all for that stuff in the context of an album. Mm -hmm. It's literally just the songs. I don't think they're as good as any of the stuff they've put out. Now, was I excited as fuck to hear new Gojira? Yeah. Yeah. But after I listened to it about fucking 25 times, you know, I start really comparing it to the older stuff. Because that's really all I have to compare it to. There's not really mm-hmm. another band that sounds like Gojira. So I compare it to their back catalog and compare it to themselves. One, I don't think the songs are quite there. I do think that um I do think Amazonia is definitely a fucking standout. Amazonia is sick. And I think it's the chant. Hmm. I'm bad with names right now. Oh wait, no. So I do like the chant. That's the one where it's just that's a Right, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's a catchy fucking little yeah. interlude thing. Yeah. That just happens to be five five minutes. Yeah. Uh, but I mean they do add words later on the thing. I'm trying to think uh, I'm trying to think of what fucking song it was. Oh, it might be it might be grind. Mm-hmm. I think it's into the storm or grind. Like, as far as the heavier songs, I think those are two of the kind of standout ones. Yeah. Um, but also, I found that I like the trails a lot, too. But that's because it's so different. Those were the ones that stuck out to me the most, for sure. But is any of that stuff as good as fucking Magma? Right. And Magma mm-hmm. has quite a few songs that I just really don't even listen to. It's just the ones that I do listen to. It's just they're like so much fucking better, right? Because... As yeah. much as I love Magna, I don't think it's as good as, you know, the fucking three albums before that. We're talking about a sliding scale with Gojira. Even it at the end of the day. It doesn't mean I don't like this album. It doesn't mean I fucking think the album sucks. Yeah. It's not as good as I initially thought it was. And it's, in my opinion, it's probably not as good as a lot of people have put it. Mm-hmm. But that's their that's prerogative. Say, I'm not going to tell you don't, you know, I'm not going to tell you don't rank it where you want to rank it. Yeah. But I'll just say this right now. Barring some kind of second half of the year fucking flub from bands, this probably will not be in my... It'll be hard for this to make my top 10. Same. Which really bothers me to say, but... Really? It's just like, I don't know, man. It bothers me because I love the band. I do too, but I feel like a lot of people put too much stock in them sometimes. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, and I'm, I've heard, I've been hearing people that are saying that about Spirit Box, you know, like oh, you know, it's not, it's just overhyped and shit like this. So anytime you have a lot of hype, there's going to be people that are like, you know, they might not like it just because it's hyped, right? right. So then you have the opposite thing. It's the same thing, but it's just the opposite side, right? Mm-hmm. 
But I mean, let's put it this way: my favorite band of all time put out an album last year, and I fuck it didn't make my top ten. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm not gonna just put an album in the top in my top ten list just because it's my favorite fucking band. Yeah, I was surprised that fucking Misery Signals wasn't my top album last time they put out an album. Um, not last time, but the the time eight years ago like it wasn't it wasn't even number two you know what i mean like that shit happens sometimes yeah just is there's nothing wrong with being like oh you know what this isn't as good as i thought it was and there's nothing wrong with saying it yeah and if someone tells you you're fucked then ignore it yeah sometimes (laughs) there's just more interesting stuff again having said that it's a good album and and i'm fucking stoked for i'm stoked for like how much attention they're bringing to heavy music i'm stoked for the opportunities they're giving to other bands oh yeah plus the whole amazon fucking forest thing like you know it's not just they're not just about the oceans man i mean they're about the environment Mm -hmm. as a whole which is amazing i love that about this band Mm -hmm. and again i listen to this album all the time guess what songs i don't really like just skip them yeah yeah for sure (laughs) it's like eh you know skip that one Skip that one. Sometimes it's a song I do like. I just don't want to hear it right then. Boom, skip. Right. And I go on to something else. Yeah. So more power to them. Uh, what else we got? Dan from Tesseract has a grip aside projects. One of them is called White Moth Black Butterfly. This is, whereas Zeta is his more synthwave project, this is like his adult contemporary project that it's fucking awesome. I think it's his performance of his lifetime so far while, he's, while we're waiting for Tesseract number five. Uh, the cost of dreaming came out May 28th. It's got an awesome concept. He went into detail about what each song means and what the theme is. And it's, it's, it's just very awesome, cool, mellow, chill music to complement his heavier stuff. Did you listen to that last Atreyu album at all? I haven't heard an Atreyu album since the curse. That's the right way to go. In my opinion, we're, we're going to have an episode. I heard some songs after that and I wasn't particularly uh i did i well i fucking hated it yeah no need to beat around the bush i fucking hated it and yeah no i'm not gonna bother so there was the big fallout because they already broke up once but they got back together they put out a handful of stuff again i wasn't a fan of what's his face alex atreyu alex varkatsas left the band very not good terms so stepping into the vocalist position was the drummer, Brandon, who did all the clean vocals anyways, and he was kind of singing more than Alex was at that point. And so now he's fronting the band. I listened to like the one song, the first song they put out with him on like in the front band position, and I was like, all right, this is actually better than like what I've heard in recent times. Or, you know, from Atreyu, you know, everything. Again, post the curse. Uh, still haven't listened to anything since. Like, like, but you know what was funny? The main, the re, the main reason I bring this up, aside from oh, Brandon's on vocals now, is the day that new album came out. Alex Farkatsis came out and was like, "Hey, fuck that! You should listen to my new project, Dead Icarus, instead." Which I thought was hilarious. Like, like to just come in and be like, "Hey, they got a new album. That's great. Listen to my thing instead." Which I thought was fucking petty but funny <laughs> at the same time, to say the least. Uh, let's see. Flotsam and Jepsen put out a new album called Blood in the Water on June 4th, which I still have to listen to. So I'm trying to make a more concerted effort to step out of my comfort levels. As we've discussed, we've talked about me, you know, trying to get into power metal a little more and see if there's something else for me there. And that goes to the beginning 
where I'm like, okay, I got to see where power metal really becomes power metal and not just traditional heavy metal or even speed metal. And they always point to the second Halloween album, Seven Keys or something like that. It's divided into two parts as being where power metal. That's the one. Yeah, being the first one. It's a good album. Not for me. That's a little too much for me. So they put out a new album on the 18th of June. And I was like, okay, I'll give this a whack. And it's like they brought in old members. So now that it's a seven-piece band with three singers, one of which was also the old guitar player. So there's also three guitar players. And it's like, oh, that's neat. And it's just, it's still not for me, man. Like, that's, that's, that's. I didn't like yeah. that one. But I did like the new Pestilence. That's what it was. There's a new Pestilence? Yeah. Huh, I'll have to check that out. They just out. released a new album, and it's uh, pretty fucking good, man. Yeah. So I'm still feeling out power metal, but like, I appreciate Halloween's importance. Maybe I need to check out some in-between stuff. Maybe there's something in there for me. Actually, the other thing was I checked out their like first album, Walls of Jericho, before they went power metal, where they were like a speed metal band. It's all right. Like I, I could do that a little more. Probably wouldn't be on my, on my first. But for all the power metal heads, dude, knock yourselves out. Nuclear blast. Yeah, I wasn't. I again. wasn't big on the. I wasn't big on the new Halloween album, but it did get yeah. a lot of fucking love on Twitter, man. Really? Oh yeah, huh. there's people talking it up like crazy. I mean, not just power metal people. Mm, interesting. Maybe I need to hear some other songs. I only listen to a handful. Uh, there's a big power metal band that's got an album. Looks like they got an album coming up soon. Pretty popular band, Spirit Adrift. That's that's more so like the new wave of what they're what they're calling the new wave of traditional metal. Yeah, that's like yeah. you know more leather and and denim. I, I've tried listening to that. And I, I like you said, it's not for me, man. I don't like it. Like it's fine. <laughs> it's just it, you know why I was initially attracted to it is because it was a, a gate creeper side project, and then everybody that's still associated with gate creeper is gone, and it's just like the two dudes or whatever two two dudes that weren't oh, really? or aren't in gate creeper anymore. So. But like, you know, there's them, there's the one from Utah that I keep forgetting whose name was a lot more prevalent for a while back where it's like, it's not power metal because power metal is more like frilly shirts and like Fabio hair and shit. And this is more like, you know, the fucking pump your fists with the fucking leather <laughs> glove thing. God, it's really bothering me that I can't remember the Utah band, but like they were, they were a lot more hyped up a few years back too. But you know, like I can do some of those bands. Who's the one eternal champion is the one everybody yeah, hypes up. I can do that. Yeah. I can do that a little more because it's Ugh, a little more aggressive and around the edge. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> it's rough though. Yeah, but it's also got Arthur Rizik on drums, who's like the one of the big producers right now. He did the last, amongst other things, amongst all the stuff he's done with like Sababa and all those other fucking bands, uh, the more modern bands. He's also done the last Sacred Reich album, and he's done some stuff with Caballera Conspiracy, and it's kind of that more raw, borderline, you know, necro vibe. But like so, so it's those two. I'm still kind of contending with. I can do a little more of the trad metal stuff than I can power because power is just a, li- a step a little too far. I tried Power Wolf. Have you tried Power Wolf yet? Yes. Yeah, like I like the idea that they're not like just it. another. Yeah, me neither. But I, I like the idea that it's not just another Slay the Dragons band. It's like I like the idea that they're like. I prefer Alpha Wolf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> But like I'm trying to find at least they have like a more creative take than just hey we're another fucking metal band or power sure. metal band from Europe you know what I mean so I'll give them that much. At the Gates new album have you listened to that? You know I don't think I I don't even think I tried to. But I it's interesting. I haven't had a lot of interest in them in a long time. I I figured out a long time ago man I'm not a big At the Gates fan I'm really a big Slaughter of the Soul fan. 
I think that's the case for most people. I think so too. Just like I think most people aren't entombed fans; they're actually left hand path fans. Yeah, yeah but, they call them, blues, but they but, call themselves yeah. entombed right. fans, yeah. and I'm not going to call myself a at the gates fan when I don't think I like any of their other stuff. Any, not even every, terminal spirit disease. Yeah, everything I've ever heard, <sighs> other than fucking slaughter of the soul, I'm just not into. Okay, because it's funny because Slaughter of the Soul is one of my least favorite albums of theirs. So that'll be a fun episode. But this <laughs> yeah. is them trying to do. Um, it's more like a progressive, like it's a very King Crimson prog influenced at the gates, which doesn't work all the time. It's interesting. It's a mixed bag. Like aside from the first or the title track off of War with Reality, I really didn't care for that album. And then the one after that, though, dude, to Drink from the Night itself, I fucking loved. I was like, oh man. This is the album they should have put out first, you know, when they got back together. <laughs> this one I'm still feeling out because it is progger. It's weirder. They're experimenting with saxophone and stuff. Um, Thomas Lindbergh's voice is getting interesting. I need to give it a little more time, but I like, I like it at the end of the day, especially more than like at war with reality as a whole. But like, yeah, they're still doing it. I, they're going to be touring. They're going to, what they're going to be touring is a anniversary for slaughter of the soul. So we'll see what that entails. Yeah, see, and I wouldn't even bother because I know damn well he can't fucking scream like that. Yeah, no, it's not it's, for a whole yeah. fucking show. I know he can't. Yeah, and I it's wouldn't expect him to. Well, but I would expect him to, and that's why I won't go. Right. No, I was just thinking too. A um, couple things that that songs that came out that I did listen to um, of stuff getting ready to come out. Lauren Ashore. Okay, they're on my list. Yeah, that Lauren Ashore album uh, song that came out. Mm-hmm awesome fucking song dude i can't wait for that fucking album to come out so i've never been like a lorna shore guy but like me neither i that fucking sing that the, the dude what's his name will ramos yeah something like that man like the yeah. new guy that, you know because they still put out the other album with cj mccreary and i love that album that was the album that got me mm. unfortunately yeah cj yep, did yep, what yep. he did but tight situation you know we want to put the album out because we didn't do anything we are not pieces of shit mm. he is so you know, whatever. Yeah. But Deaf Heaven, uh, they they put out some new song. I do like that song. I don't know if I like anything else, but they're that, almost, it's an interesting direction. They're almost to the sure. point where they're too much like Deftones. I don't know. They're going straight shoegaze on this next one, is for sure. Like, and I don't mind. Right, that. Which you I know, would I, rather them. That's kind of what I want from them. Okay. I I, I want full on shoegaze. Mm-hmm. That would be fucking pretty cool. But I mean, employed I'm to serve. To hear the rest. Employed to serve, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of that new song, but I also know that that new song that they just dropped might not really be conducive of like what the rest of the album's going to sound like. Did you hear that one single they put out on their own before this new song? I've heard. It's called um, Party's Over. The Party's Over. Yes, I think. that's the one I'm. That's actually the one I'm talking about. Oh, there's a new one. That, oh, I, that's really? what I'm saying is I don't know if that song's part of the album. This one they did put out is part of the album. I actually really like Party's Over. This one, I'd be curious to hear what you thought about the new one because it's different from that even. Okay, so you're talking about Exist? Yes. Actually, I think that's the one I'm talking about. Okay, okay, yeah. Party's Over was released as its own thing, but I'm, I was trying to figure out if that would, you know, because how many bands have just put out a single and that's it, which is going to come up sooner than later. But no, man, I'm, I'm behind... Employed to serve whatever they do, man. They're killing it. Did you ever check out their Death Grind side project? No. I'm trying to remember the name. I can never remember the name, but they have a Death Grind side project and they also have like a straight up hardcore punk side project that I also can't remember the name of right now, unfortunately. But like they're everywhere, so good on them. Listen to that new Obscura song. 
fucking back to there, they're back to old uh, obscura it's fucking great i didn't know there was a new song out yeah i'm gonna do one more thing that has come out because everything from here on is future today surprise surprise uh Eris from seattle put out a, a new song and i'm a fucking john petty boy fanboy i've loved everything he did in undertow himsa i am the thorn his stuff he did with botched nine iron spitfire so i'm a mark for anything he does but Eris is like the one band he's been in for the longest and they put out a brand new song today called All Ends. If you like really gnarly, creepy, post metally stuff, but with the aggression of hardcore, fucking this is it right here. It's fucking moody as shit, dude. Good fun. This is their first uh, song on their new label, Satanic Royalty. That's Satanic with a K at the end. Records. And this might actually be the first release, period. I don't know. It's like a newer label, so they're they're like testing the waters on this. But it just came out today. I listened to it right before we recorded awesome let's see so looking into the future slaughter to prevail with castalum maybe i don't know i I don't want to mispronounce anything but it's something with a k august 13th man i uh really only got into slaughter to prevail because like people would request to like cover them on twitter not twitter twitch like people would be like hey play along to this song and everybody like what the fuck dude and it's kind of that Lorna Shore thing. Not that these two bands do the same thing, but like it's just so over the top and ridiculous that you have to kind of stand back and be like, "Whoa, what the hell, dude?" You know, like I'm not a big fan it's, of it. it. It's very boring to me. When they first kind of came around, it was kind of like, "Oh, this guy sounds," you know, "this is the guy that sounds closest to Phil Bozeman," mm-hmm. and that was kind of his thing. And then um, I don't know, man. Like I, I just I always thought they were kind of boring. It's just like Lorna Shore to me. It's all about the vocals. Like, like, I like the idea See, Lorna of like, Shore, them doing I think like a more... is pretty interesting, but they have that black and deathcore style to them where Slaughter right, to yeah. Prevail doesn't have that. Slaughter it's to like Prevail, it sounds like Thy Art is Murder. Yeah, but it like, there's like a lot more. I don't know if this was always the case because I'm only really intro, you know, familiar with the newer stuff. There's a lot more like new metal influence in the newer stuff. And that's probably why they're grabbing so much attention is like, the ridiculousness factor. Yeah, I always thought that like, about Thy Artist Murder, too. Really? I don't know. I've maybe. thought that about most deathcore bands, dude. I mean, mm. you know, there's... Because a lot of it is percussive. Right. I could see that. Well, certainly in the case of Suicide Silence, probably a handful of others. But, like, yeah, man. Like, I'm I'm curious to see where it goes. It's it's fun. Like, the whole... Just the whole over-the-top... Have you seen the video, like, for the new song where he's wrestling a bear because he's Russian? No. I don't really watch. It's I just, still don't watch videos. It's just funny to me, dude. Like, like. I mean, I don't have it's, a it's problem funny. with them. I just don't. They're just not that interesting to me. It's a novelty list because I do get completely. asked all the time. I do get you say something like, "Oh, I like death metal," and you know, I mean, you know, you have the people like, "Oh, I like metal," and they're like, "Oh, so Judas Priest and ACDC," and it's like, "No, man, like, it's not even like." like I mean, I like that, but that's not what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. You know, yeah, yeah. you say you say you like death metal or something. You know, it's like oh, slaughter to prevail, and it's like that's the band. Like okay, I have a friend that thought that Job for a Cowboy was the first ever death metal band when they first came out. You know what I mean? Like there's just people that just it's gonna be there's gonna have a a point of entry that they don't you know what I mean, and they won't know about anything else for a while. Maybe there's two huge and that's all right. There's three huge albums coming out that I want. I, I can't wait to hear, and, and mm-hmm. one of them is Quicksand. They have a new oh, album coming out soon, and you know, obviously, I said it before. Spirit Box, Spirit Box I, is going to be what? huge. Make it four because I I thought 
that Hooded Menace album that I listened to was a new album. I think it may have been. It may not be a 21 release. Or maybe it's an uh, EP. It said August or something. But the new, because so, they have a new album coming out, and I'm very, very, uh, I want I want to hear that one. But mm-hmm. also, dude, Aborted and Carcass have albums coming out. So I out. got those on the list right here. Aborted, Mania Cult, September 10th. Um, I know they've put out two songs. I know I've heard them. I just can't remember much about them. It's aborted. What else could you need? Uh, but that's your shit, dude. Like, like oh, I'm yeah. a casual aborted guy. You're like, that's yeah, your that's, shit, dude. right? So, <laughs> yeah. And did you see Sven has a new band? It might be other people from Aborted, but it's a, it's Sven show's got a new band called Coffin Feeder. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And he's so, actually doing vocals for it. Uh, yeah. Total, total fucking old school grind. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Uh, and then Carcass, yeah, man. Have you heard the one Carcass song they have out called Kelly's Meat Emporium? Yes. It's much more return to those like first three yeah. albums, not a lot of melody, kind of getting gory. Like, It's interesting. I like the artwork. Um, I like the production better than the newest EP. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out who even produced that it. That EP, that newest EP, had, it was, it had a lot of dullness to the guitars. The guitars didn't jump out and smack you in the face. They sound a little bit dull. This is the first time they haven't worked with Colin Richardson in forever. So this is one I'm not really like, anticipating. I'm just really curious about it. It's uh, the new Sleep Token album. I keep forgetting. Yeah, there's there's always something new. But yeah, man, have to, uh, so were you big on Sleep Token at all before this new song? No, but I do like this new song. Another one I know, uh, the Dayseeker has an album coming out also, and I'm curious to see where they go with it because they're very, very catchy. Like almost to the point where someone would listen to that and say, like, this is homosexual, but not that word, right? Mm-hmm. They would say, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the sort of thing that like people would listen to because it's like that radio, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. But I, I, uh... I kind of, I'm, I'm, I have a little soft spot inside of me that's a sucker for that shit same you know, i just i haven't super, put in enough time with them super catchy yeah you know i i do mean to give them more time the only time i ever listened to them was when my buddy's old band played their first show with Dayseeker at the whatever it is in fullerton the one that the dude from lit owns slide bar and it was like my buddy's band kind of stuck out because it wasn't exactly like that and then there was like three of those types of bands i think Dayseeker's on equal vision maybe a label like that. So I, I do mean to put more time in with them. Uh, before we get too far in the future, there's one I want to discuss that I really want people to listen for. If you're a big fan of old school melodic death metal, a la the Gothenburg style, especially soil work, Active Denial just announced their album August 13th, negative. I don't remember the label, but like, dude, this is like, as far as like, because I do like new soil work. I like the little kind of more 70s classic Rocky spin they put on things. But like this is like straight up like Predator's Portrait, uh, Natural Born Chaos, soil work, dude. Bjorn sounding fucking awesome. It's like it's like almost an all star group, except it's like mostly stars. And then the the it's like the main thing this is for is the two guitar players are who from uh, from Croatia. But on vocals, you got Bjorn, you got Steve DiGiorgio on bass, you got Krim from Septic Flesh on drums, and you have. On the keyboards, did you ever check out Night Flight Orchestra? Yours like eighties rock. It's so it's that dude on keyboards. And yeah, man, I'm stoked for it. Like again, like 
oh, new soil work is cool too. But like, this is like, I was like, I want more of this, dude. This is fucking sick. Uh, and oh, then for I'm the rest of the year, one of the songs right now is pretty fucking sweet, man. Yeah. Yeah. It hits that sweet spot. You know what I mean? So there's a bunch of stuff coming out in the future that we don't have exact dates for yet. New amorphous. I, I love, I've always loved what I heard from amorphous. I just need to spend more time with them. New arch spire. I think they're actually done. I think they're just, I think they're done. Wrapping stuff up. Yeah. Bad wolves. With the new singer DL from you know formerly from Acacia Strain, yeah. I didn't know the dude could sing. I'm gonna fucking support this new band out of spite towards Tommy Vexed, <laughs> and just because like I like you know good call. I'm a pro Doc Coil guy. I want to go support him, and uh, like I'm curious about this DL singing thing from the little 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 hint they've given us on like Instagram. I was it kind of caught my curiosity. Got new Baroness, new BT Bam. Fucking cattle's already halfway through writing their new record. Travis just posted a video from the practice space just before this. New crowbar, new cynic. I feel like they've been working on new cynic for a while. We got some new decapitated, Devin Townsend, new faith no more, new Fallujah, new job for a cowboy, new lockup with both Thomas Lindbergh and Kevin from Brutal Truth oh, on vocals, which will be cool. Nice. Yep. Jason's favorite, Mastodon. <laughs> Fuck those guys. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Oh, I still got to see. I don't think I can anymore, but the uh, the show where they played in a giant shark tank. Have you seen the video for that? No. Yeah. Uh, Mashuga, dude. Mashuga officially back with Frederick Nordskirch. Oh, Thornton. Not Thornton. Thornton. Thanks. Yeah. I always got them mixed up. So that'll be interesting. It took me looking at myself in the fucking video screen to realize that the fucking lights are out in my room right now. Yeah. I, I was wondering if you did yeah, that on purpose. No, not really, but I'll leave them. Yeah. I was going to say, let's see what happens if I do that. Yeah, so allegedly new Metallica. Oh, yeah, look at that, dude. That's sick. Yeah, so we'll see about new Metallica, new Ministry, which I think they already have a song out. So one band that's been getting a lot of attention in recent years is CU Space Cowboy. And my dude, AJ, is the new drummer. I'm fucking proud of him. That's the closest I always say to having. The joke was he called me dad on tour because some dude thought I was his dad. When, when I was touring with his old band, even though we're like, what, 12 years apart? I guess you could have a kid when you're 12, but like, fucking to see <laughs> how far this dude has come, I'm fucking proud of him, dude. It's like the pro, like I say it's the closest thing <sighs> to a proud father moment I'll ever have. Stoked that he's got this opportunity. I thought his first show was going to be with them at um, Furnace Fest, but I think they're doing some lead updates now. Yeah, man, I'm I'm stoked for them, and like they've are, and like it's a San Diego band with members from other places, but it's a San Diego band, so like I'm stoked hmm. for the attention they're getting and everything that's going to happen. There, it's like a throwback. It, they started out as a throwback to like MySpace grind, and now they are they're kind of becoming their own thing. He told me it was basically going to be a mere breakdowns with under oath type music. So I'm very curious how to, you know that comes out. Huh. They're on Pure Noise, so they got an awesome support system behind them. Also, go check out the band he fronts, Buried But Still Breathing, and he plays drums for another band called Standing the Twilight Black. Dude, I've heard of Buried But Still Breathing. Yeah, man. I, I'm stoked fucking for him and that whole band. Nice. New Slipknot in the works, but also, in addition to that, you got a project that they were working on in 2008 in a second studio while they were working on uh, All Hope Is Gone called Look Outside Your Window where it's just Sid, Corey, Clown, and Jim Root on guitar, I believe. And that was something they did to like kind of 
some you know keep the creative juices flowing during all hope is gone i guess is how they explain it there's an interesting story about it but that's going to be released as a totally separate thing finally so you got two releases from those guys technically 13 years apart news for uh, straight from the path already sounds awesome they've been writing on stream not all the songs but apparently the story is they they had a b-side left over from the last album and uh, then they were like, well, we shouldn't just, they were going to release it on its own. Then they were like, well, let's add another song. Oh, let's add a few more songs. And then it was going to be an EP. And then I guess when, because Craig's in England, he can't join the rest of them in America to record at the moment. Even right now, it's a pain in the ass, apparently. But he was telling him, no, dude, we need to finish this out. This is the next album. And like the stuff that they have played on stream and been writing on stream is fucking sick. They started out as a Rage Against the Machine type band. Not that Rage Against the Machine. They called it Rage Against the Machine meets Converge, which is already cool. Huh. And then when Craig joined, who's like a more outright metal guy, it became Rage Against the Machine meets Converge meets Gojira. And now they're adding like all sorts of new stuff. Like they got really into Amon Ra, so they're adding Amon Ra type stuff. Like they're like, they're trying to go like even more metal. Yeah, I forgot about that too, dude. Yeah, yeah that's fucking, a pretty good one. Yeah, I've never been um, into it much, but I really like that new album. Awesome live show too. They they put on an awesome live show. Um, so I'm very much looking to, all the stuff I've heard so far. There's one part, and they might have said this is what they're going for is like destroy a race, improve Mashuga. Nice. Like yeah, man. So I'm looking forward to that. New Tesseract is currently being written. Like like Ackles slowly seeping out things to the rest of the guys, and they're kind of like learning it because like he's the brain child, or you know he's like the big brains for behind that whole project. And then finally, Whitechapel's got a new album in the works. I'd be very curious to see where they went from there. Like, I know you weren't very fond of it. I fucking loved it. A lot of people did. I'd just be curious to see how far they take that. You know what I mean? And that's probably still a ways out. You know what? One more that's not on my notes, but I will talk. Well, no, no, no. Okay, never mind. I can't. I can't talk about that. So scratch that. Uh, But there is something that I heard that's going to be very interesting stemming from uh, a recent notable dramatic somebody leaving from a band. So we'll see how that turns out. But yeah, man, I mean, that's just the first half of 2021. We'll see what the rest of the fucking year holds in store. We still got five plus months to go. Hey, let's not forget about eyes of perdition and eyes of perdition. Our, girl, our Lindsay, good friend, man. Lindsay, dude, they're getting some coverage from decibel. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's man. a cool, it's a cool song, dude. It's really good, dude. Like, when does the album come out? Fuck, isn't the isn't it soon? Let's have a I look. I thought the whole album comes out soon. Possibly. Like, I knew it was going to turn out good, but like when I turned out, or you know, when I heard how good it turned out, I was like, fucking hell, man. Debut EP, Incendiary Truths, August thirteenth. There you go. There we go. So get that fucking EP, dude. August thirteenth, Eyes yeah. of Perdition. Looking forward to it. I'm sh- again lots of cool stuff there's might be some stuff from Jason and I coming out in the near future as well yeah You're man I've almost got see. like a whole I think I almost got a song done mm-hmm. I gotta figure out who I wanted to have do vocals for it for this particular mm-hmm. song maybe I might just be just me if I can not cough to death while I try and scream I mean you gotta set the I haven't, I haven't, done, it for, tone, I haven't right? done it for so long uh, I I gave a death growl in the car a little while ago and uh, about coughed myself off the road. So there you go. We'll see yeah, I mean, goes. you just got to shake off the rust, man. I, I've I've got some stuff in the wings where I'm going to be doing voices I haven't done in years. That I'm like, fuck, am I? That'll be fun. I got 
It's the start on, I think, two other songs for Lake of Maggots. So we're nice. getting there, dude. Yep, yep, yep. But I do have two covers in the works. Those should go by, you know, fairly quick. I mean, the shit's already written. So. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, that's half the yeah, battle right yeah, there. Fuck. Yeah. You just put your spin on it. It makes it easy peasy. Yep. We also have a lot of stuff in the future, very near future, coming out from some very talented friends that I can't wait fucking to hear. I've heard some of it. You will, you will too. It's going to be awesome. The future is bright in some respects. Oh, yeah. So you got that to look forward to. It's always bright. It's the yep, future. Yep. Yeah. Again, see where we're at when it's year end of year list time, and we're going to get some concrete answers on some of these things <laughs> as far as where things end up, what else yeah. came out and totally surprised oh, yeah. us or totally bummed us out or what. So looking forward to Fuck it. Yeah. Until then. Hit us up on all the socials, Metalist Pod, Metalist Podcast. Hit like, rate, review, subscribe. Talk to your friends. Talk to your friends in general, but talk to us and call us your friends. There, that's what I'm looking for. It's weird, man. I don't, I don't think uh, iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. I don't think it's subscribe anymore. I think it's just follow. They changed. So I got like, rate, review, follow, and subscribe. Yeah, but you can still leave a review, and we would appreciate it if you leave a review. In fact. If you leave a review, I'll fucking read your review next time. Actually, you know what? I'm going to fucking read a review right now. Fuck it. I mean, I ain't trying to read the one from my sister. <laughs> Thank you all the same, Jason's sister. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll read hers, we'll read hers later. I've, I've been fucking around with the idea of, like, if you leave us a five-star review, man, I'll fucking write a song, and the lyrics will be your there fucking you go, review. There you go, yeah. Right? Yeah. That might be kind of cool. All right, this one, this was like, so this is the thing. I didn't know that, I, it just never occurred to me. To, I thought it would send me an, an, like a, what do you call it, like a notification that said you got a mm. review. So I never even looked to see if we ever had me a either. review. So, I mean, there's a couple of these that are old. This is from a year ago. The username is Thrain underscore 619. So it is a local Dang. San Diego person. I don't know if they still live in San Diego, but mm -hmm. we'll pretend that they do just because yep. we got good weather here. Um, let's see. So I will read it with the punctuation. Really enjoy the show. This show and Metalology are two awesome San Diego metal podcast shows that have unique takes on the genre and the bands they discuss. Love the top five part of this show. Fuck yeah, Thrain619. Thank you. Hell yeah. Shout out. Thanks for the review, buddy. We enjoy that. You want to have your review read or read out? Super dramatically, put some punctuation yeah, in yeah. that motherfucker, dude. Fuck yeah. Emphasis on certain syllables. Or syllables, rather. Syllables? Halfway. Sure. Yeah. Even better. Thanks again for joining us, as always. Hit me up at Yes It Is I David everywhere. Love to hear from you. Join the conversation. Let us know what you've enjoyed this year so far and what you're looking forward to. We appreciate everything. Until next time. Eat your veggies. Fuck your prayers. And your syllables. And your syllables. Later.